welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast. Hello. Hi. <clears throat> Everyone was prepared. <laughs> Yay. It happened. <laughs> we did it. Uh, today is October 9th, 2018, and this is episode 230, featuring our special guest, Dan. Nerd Yay! Cute. Yay! 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 It's that guy! His YouTube channel's dying! Woo! <laughs> Everybody's YouTube channel's dying! <laughs> Except for Jesse. Jesse somehow manages to keep a YouTube channel. I don't understand. Jesse, teach us your ways. Tell us. <laughs> what is your here's, secret? Here's, I'm going I'm to let you know the real truth. I'm going to let you know the real secret. Okay. Uh, don't give up, ever. The end. There you go. Done. I thought you were going to say, don't be popular in the first place. Just don't be popular in the first place, oh, and you can never drop. Right. I've, give, I've given up trying to make the joke of, like, don't be popular, because everyone's like, you actually have people who watch you, no one watches me. So I just instead will simply say, slow and steady wins the race. Don't I may it. not be a 12 billion subscriber YouTuber, but I do enough to live my life, and I've never been happier. So cheers to everyone just doing their shit and getting it done. You're cheers, the hero. Cheers. Yeah. What's in our cups Boosh. today? Jesse, you're drinking some star schmucks. What's in it? Um, It was supposed to be a vanilla latte with skim milk, but instead it is a non-flavored latte with what appears to be an almond milk, which is fine. I'm not hurt by it, but Ac it definitely is the wrong order. Accident, yeah. <laughs> it definitely is the wrong order. Did they at least get your name uh, right, or did Kristen go fetch um, it? <laughs> My name's not even on here. They gave me a um, a thing. I have a drive-thru. Oh, we have a Starbucks drive-thru. So. Oh, we have one too, but I still get my name written on it, which is dumb. I don't nah, know why. No, they don't write why. my name. I, just, yeah. I think they're, I think they they're working me. too hard at that point. It's like, why do you bother to write it? Like, in case I decide to, oh, man, this drive-thru line is so annoying. Here, let me get out of my car and walk inside. No, no. one. See, I should have yeah. read. No wonder it tastes different. They didn't give me a grande vanilla latte. They gave me a grande blonde latte. Oh. Uh, that makes blonde sense. Blonde being that weird-ass flavor they've created that's, like, supposedly sweeter. I mean, but I don't want sweet coffee. Isn't, isn't that's why I put the, the vanilla coffee, in it. Isn't the, isn't their blonde coffee just, like, their lightest roast that you can possibly get? I thought that's uh, what I don't it know. Was. I don't know the rules. I don't get it. All I get is, like, look, I get the same thing every time. I'm not a special person. Grande vanilla latte. Skim milk. That's it. That's all I get. That's it. I'm not. I'm not like. A, I'm not like a special person. I don't need pumpkin spiced frittatas or whatever the hell they have now. I don't do that. Yeah. So but, when. Um, but hey. <laughs> I'm sorry. In my red cup today, I didn't even bother to go to Starbucks. I brought this at home. <laughs> I would love it if you were like in my red cup today. Not Starbucks. Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Lots uh, of whiskey. In my yeah, curdle. so when I was when I was growing up in Oregon, we had like way more drive-through coffee places, just like in parking lots and stuff, than normal walk-in coffee places. And then I moved here, where everybody's in their car constantly and doesn't have time to like fucking park and walk into a place. And yet there were no drive-through coffee places. You want to know why that is? Now they're just finally having drive-through coffee places. I'll tell you why that is. Why? Internet. And places to sit down and, like, it's good meeting places and good places to look important. Coffee shops are always, like, the quintessential, like, 
If you're in I'm LA, working on my script. Absolutely. The amount of people working on things on computers. The other day I was at I was at a coffee place and there was like 15 people all working on PowerPoints. I was like <laughs> Amazing. What the fuck are you, why are you all here working on PowerPoints? I don't know if they were in a class together or they're collaborating. It was very bizarre. Was well, they're projecting them onto the wall as well. Just I, testing them out. That would be great. I'd go to Starbucks for just random people's presentations. I would Holy love that. Shit. Holy shit. Wait, <laughs> there should be a coffee place that totally does a thing like that where it's like, do you need to practice your speech for your class? Yeah. Come, uh, come to, come to our called, workshop night. It's called Presentations. That's the name of the coffee shop. But it's like, you know, spelled a little douchey, right? <laughs> and he's... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also the place where you go and they have a big screen. If you want to, you can just get up there and give a presentation on something. And everyone... And everyone can give feedback. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I think the so person giving play. the presentation would have to buy everybody's coffee, though, because it's like a focus group at that point, and, and people need sure, to be compensated. Yeah. So it's like mm -hmm. the penalty for, you know, practicing your shtick is you have to buy everyone around. That's I like it. Yeah, but if you stay there for, like, quite a while, you're going to start getting the coffee jitters. If you get there later <laughs> in the day, you're not going to get the right feedback on that. You can always reject it. Enough? You can always be like, I don't want, I don't want anymore. <laughs> I would be so happy to own a restaurant or a coffee shop called Presentations. Or maybe, uh, maybe what it is- Presentations is have, on Santa Monica. You have different nights that focus on different like subjects. And if you are oh, a professional in that field, you get free coffee for that night. Wow. Because wow. You, you're able to like actually and contribute. And it's your time. Out. You come out there to like teach them what's what. Oh man, it would have to be right near a college campus. Yeah, yeah. And this all—I think this only works also in the Midwest. Unfortunately, <laughs> this only works in the Midwest. This is somewhere in We're like the Huskers. We're the Huskers station. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta go to yeah. Nebraska. Yeah, this is definitely like if you are, if you're in any of the flyover states, this will work there because people. I feel like even though you don't think so, I think they they'd be down for a lot of free coffee and they'd be polite about it. You know what would like, be oh, even I better actually is to put flies. that coffee franchise in an airport all these people flying to these important meetings oh my god oh, yeah shit. try out your your yeah. business before you get there but like in the indianapolis airport you know like yeah. one where it's not too threatening right? <laughs> not too threatening. it's like some graduate from purdue us. just like sidles up and is like your yeah. data is dirty <laughs> <laughs> nobody's allowed to ask anybody else what company they work for no it all has to be like i, I think i think i'd set the ground rules that it's not you can't Tell them what they did wrong informationally, only presentationally, right? Mm. So, like, you can't say, oh, that's wrong information. This would be like, mm, you could have said this better. Slow that down. Or maybe this is a better way of presenting that. You can't tell them they're wrong. Right. Whatever they've created, you because you don't want that to, like, interfere with the, with the, like, presentation they made. You can only tell them how to make it better. I think that that would be, like, the, that's the way to do it. Like, sure, you can come in and be like, aliens are taking our kids. But... <laughs> The only thing you can tell them is like maybe <laughs> not so points about it. Click. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not so manic, right? Like the conversation can't be like, no, they're not taking our kids. It should be like, mm, maybe like, Stop take it down about ten notches and yeah. calm. Be calmer when you describe it, and show more photos, stuff like that. Like show they, more photos know. of kids being taken by aliens. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah. You have to, you be have, to have evidence, <laughs> otherwise. Right, we can't Seriously. You can't say that it's a bad idea. You can't be like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> no, you just be like, mm, maybe more photos. Yeah. You could even like 
practice doing your future audiobook. In the case of Dan, yay! I was just gonna say, Whoa. I was just like, I feel like Dan should give us some sort of, you know, presentation. Yeah. <laughs> because he is now a respected author. I wouldn't yeah. go that far. No. Respected, respected author. Hey, at, at presentations, he is a respected author. You can't give negative <laughs> no. feedback. Like you can't tell him what everyone. he's doing wrong. <laughs> everyone no, is you're right, you're right. Maybe move the book up faster next time. No, <laughs> no, the slow reveal. Oh, no. Was, no, no, no. Like <laughs> no, that was a bit shocking. Now it terrifies some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The book comes out of nowhere. You're shocked. We're shocked. Everyone's shocked. You have a book. Act shocked. Yeah. Why are you shocked to have a book? <laughs> and this, what's your book about? Tell us about the book, man. Well, this book here book is right uh, this. Actually, this is Artemis Fowl. I just I took the cover off. <laughs> oh, thank God. Wait, it's, I love Artemis Fowl though. Yeah, great. I'll read a bit of Artemis Fowl. Is the plot <laughs> similar? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the book size was. So that's why we remember this one. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, it's a book. It's it's uh, got words, some jokes, and every now and then a rude word about video games. Mention that. Yeah, mm. good as nice. hell, isn't I? Yeah, good words. Mm. Hey, what's mm. the uh, what's like the thesis statement of your book? Yeah. What is, what give, it, give us like the the one or two sentence blur. Yeah, elevator pitches this book. What's I was gonna about? say, i.e., the pitch that you sent to the publishers before you right. got the decline right, right, letter right, right, in the right. mail. What's the book about? I just sent random chapters to different people. It's like, because uh, they're also, it's kind of somewhere between a memoir and a, just a collection of why I love video games mixed in with just a whole bunch of weird stories. And it's fun. Video games funny. Just that's all I started screaming at people in the elevator was just video games plus funny, <laughs> this book. And they were like, no, nobody wants that. Went, so it's like, it's like a, it's a very genuine, personal, like, book yeah. about you and how video games relate to your life and the sort of things about video games that enrich your life. Yeah, each chapter focuses on a different video game from like modern stuff like God of War to really obscure crap that nobody's ever heard of called uh, like Tom Clancy's Ruthless.com, a game about pushing people downstairs that no one's heard of. It's somewhere between <laughs> chess and an Apple keynote and you get to kill people who are CEOs. It's a brilliant game and I played a lot of it. So I wrote about that. So sometimes I'm just like, here's what the game's about. And other times I'm like, hey, I can prove the existence of God. And it's kind of, it all, and that is genuinely a chapter. And it's it's just, it, it's all over the place. But the publisher that I have now really likes it. So. Great. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> that's all. It's, it's, I've set up the manuscript now, so that's done. We're kind of, we crowdfunded it and we're still kind of doing the whole crowdfunding it because um, no actual publishers wanted to touch a book with the word fuck in the title for reasons I can't quite comprehend. But it's now the UK's number one highest ever crowdfunded book. Hell yeah. So that's all right. We, uh, we're currently 1,800% crowdfunded. Nice. The F fuck yeah, <laughs> if you will. So if anybody watching the show wants to obtain a copy or continue to fund it for whatever reason, where can they do this? They can go to, hang on, I've got to open the link. Please tell me it's like fuckyeah.com. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> fuckyeahvideogames.com. Unbound.com. It's unbound.com. Slash book slash nerd cubed. Oh, so it isn't slash fuck yeah? No. Aww. You got to sell that part. You have to sell it and say it so much that it becomes just second nature to people. It, yeah, it, it and so, say it. The only problem I have is that a lot of people have said that their like their parents won't buy it for them because it's got a swear in the title. I'm like, then it's not for you. That's kind of <laughs> why I called it that. 
Yeah. It's more, it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a thing. I wrote it. It took a year and a half. I spent time yeah, on something. Save up money, buy it yourself. Dick. Yeah. What is, um, is this a book that would eventually, like, like, is it, is it only going out to the people who have crowdfunded it or will it be like in Britain? No, it's going to go shops and things off. It was supposed to kind of go to just the crowdfunding people, but now that it's got so much attention things onto it, a lot of people like bookshops and stuff have now got some interest in it for some reason. Right. So, so it will now eventually Coming go to a there. Waterstones near you. <laughs> yeah, pretty okay. much. We would hope. That'd be great. Do they, do they treat books that have the word fuck in the title like porno in a video shop? We like, they put it in a black like, cover. There's like curtain. There's like this yeah. flat, like, curtain you gotta go so through. You gotta, like lift up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll have to discuss that with them. Okay. I'm, the cover. I'm honestly like really curious how they treat books like that. And I generally think we're gonna have like the I think my current plan is a reversible cover. Although nothing is uh, where I've got like it's slightly oh. tinted on the front. Well, I think the best thing I wanna do. It's just get, you know, Waterstones always have the big circle price stickers. Put it there. Censor it yourself. Or like, it yourself. Just, just have like video games and all the art be the same, but on the inside sleeve, like as soon as you open it, fuck yeah. It's <laughs> just yeah. like, <laughs> it's a surprise, you know? Yeah. Just some kids like, oh, I'm going to pick this. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh sure. <laughs> lordy, lordy, that's some naughty words in there. Mm. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been written. It would have been out just in the... We, I, I, we're skipping the developmental update, apparently. But Sorry, the developmental edit. Because I handed it to them. I was like, hey, this is the first thing I've ever... Like, I've written loads of scripts and stuff in the past. I was like, hey, this is the first time I've ever written a book. This is going to need a lot of feedback. And then it came back. They're like, no, it's great. I'm just going to go to copy editing. I was like, oh, I needed the feedback. <laughs> I, I wanted it I, so bad. <laughs> get it from the audience. They'll, just like a YouTube video, they'll pick every little bit apart. It'll be great. But, like... Yeah. But... Jesse, <laughs> you understand what he's saying, right? Like, oh, I know what he's saying. And, that it's uh, edited and put together properly before yeah, it's. Yeah, no, I get it, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, much like a YouTube video, it won't be edited or put together properly. So just enjoy that shit. It's like it's like Hollywood these days. It's like you read my script. You have no notes. We're just straight to production. Soon, yeah. just poof, there you go, and that's how box Hashtag office venom. flops happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I need to see that movie. The like breadth of reactions is so extreme that I need to see it. And well, I have a fucking baby and I can't leave the house. The reason the reason why the reactions I need are to see this movie. It's because the movie's not shit, but it's not a good movie. Like it is it exists in a weird parallel reality where like no one learned anything from the bad comic book movies of the early 2000s, late 90s. What like, are you no one learned talking like, about? There were so were many the, good ones, like Street Fighter. <laughs> Such a good movie. It, it, it's, it's just bizarre. Like, it's a bizarre film where there's moments where you're like, well, that was super entertaining. And then you're also just like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are saying that it's, it feels more like a weird buddy cop rom-com than a video, than like a comic book. sold movie. it to me more than anything anyone else has said about it. Right? I'm like, I, I need to see. But also, like, they're trying to create a cinematic universe that's entirely Spider-Man villains without Spider-Man in it because yeah. they don't own the rights. And that's the most hilarious shit I've ever heard in my whole life. It, it also, like, um, it'll, it'll be fine. Like the motivations and everything that happens in this movie are out of whack. But the one thing I will say is I had the epiphany. This is the perfect way to describe it. It is a horror comedy action film. And I was like, I've never seen a movie like this until I realized I had. It is exactly like the movie with Michael J. Fox from like many years ago called Frighteners. Or I, think I the remember Frighteners. that. 
The Frighteners is a movie that was like originally pitched as like a scary all death is chasing these people down. Oh, yeah. And then when you see the movie, it's kind of like a comedy. It's like goofy. And, yes. Yeah. And then they because it, everyone laughed at the movie, they repitched all the trailers as a crazy comedy involving ghosts and shit. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's it's the exact same type of movie where it has no clue what it wants to be. And so you're just like, I watched that. <laughs> I don't know. Some, I don't, somebody just compared it to The Mask. Do you? Yeah, I would agree with that, actually. I think I The was, Mask is a much more well thought out, put together movie. <laughs> oh my I, watched, God. I watched The Mask recently, and oh, that's put me off the of Venom now. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, comparative, comparatively, comparatively to Venom, The Mask at least has some, like, forward momentum. It's <laughs> 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 a good way to, like, I'm, this isn't a spoiler. I talked about this on a podcast before. And I'll say it again. It has the everything about the movie. It seems like it was written down like, okay, this is the next scene. This is the next scene. This is the next scene. And then they, as they filmed, they were like, well, how do we get to those scenes? So yeah. at the beginning of the uh, film, it's in the trailer. So it's in a spoiler. At the beginning of the film, um, there's a scene where he's in a convenience mart and this woman gets robbed in the convenience mart. And at the beginning he hides. Cause he's like, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Like things have happened to him where he's like, I don't get involved in shit anymore. Of course, everyone in the theater's like, all right, we know what the payoff's going to be. He's going to have venom. And this scene's going to replay again at the end. And he's going to come in there, and kick some ass. Cut to the whole movie. Venom being about like, I only eat fresh food. I don't eat cooked things. I don't eat like, I need fresh food. That's like venom's thing. That's why he wants to like kill people. So, Cut to the very, very end. The excuse that they need to go back into the convenience mart, which at this point is like, <laughs> why would you go back in there? Is Venom's like, I could use some tater tots and chocolate. And you're just like, wait, pause, time out. What? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> so they go back in there, and then, of course, the scene plays out, and the guy's like, we're Venom, bitch. And then he, they eat the dude. And that, that's sort of like the full circle of that movie trailer moment, right? Right. Which is fine, but the process of getting there is like, wait, why did he want tater tots and chocolate? <laughs> like, earlier in the movie, Fresh. making tater tots, made, tater tots made Venom, like, sick. Tater tots made him sick. And now that he's like, chocolate and tater tots would be nice. And you're like, the fuck is it? It's that kind of film. We're like, Amazing. if you're paying attention, you're angry. But if you're not, you're just, like, drunk <laughs> and you're watching the movie. It's probably great. You're probably having a great time because it's, like, action and shit. But... The vast majority of the film is just moments like that. We're like, why are they doing the things they're doing again? <laughs> what? Yeah. I love that as a review. If you're paying attention, you're angry. Yeah. If you're paying yeah. attention, you're probably furious. But go, it, but go in drunk and you'll love it. That's, what, that's also what he just <laughs> That's said, also so. what I'm saying. Yeah. I see a lot of people who are like, I loved that film. And I was like, you probably had a few drinks going into it. I wouldn't doubt that. I'm going to go in stone cold sober and then I'm going to call you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would, I would love you the second I leave the cinema and be like, Jesse. There is, Dukes, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a conversation right before the big, there's a conversation between Eddie Brock and Venom that sums up, it's like a thesis statement for the, the whole the, the future movie. cinematic franchise. <laughs> okay. Come back to me when you see that scene. It's right before the final boss battle, and you're just like, what the fuck were they talking? I want you to, <laughs> I want you to, to explain it to me, because I walked out of the theater just like, What just happened? Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, I will say though, at the end, if you stick through all the credits, there's about a seven, eight minute scene from Into the Spider Verse, which is like, oh, sick. Yeah. So that looks really cool. 
I feel like mistakes were made with the tater tots. Should have gotten some Totino's pizza rolls. At least then they could have had some, like, oh, I don't know, exclusive DLC for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> what? There are Totino's yeah, and Assassin's Totino's Creed? pizza rolls! Oh, my God! Wait, yeah. Sorry, right, welcome we, to the Co-Optional Podcast. Sometimes we talk about video games. <laughs> yeah, are we moving into talking about Assassin's Creed now? Because I got to know what the fuck... What? I don't I know. Can't if, talk if about it. I can't done, talk about Assassin's Creed. If we're done talking about if we're done talking about Venom anyway. I, I figured sure. that was wrapping up. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey is Oh man. I thought it, I thought it was I thought uh here's 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 my review of Assassin's Assassin's Creed. Um the intro is literally three hundred, and I was like, cool. I, I dig I dig three hundred, I dig Sparta, I dig uh uh the uh, Adam Jensen basically being the voice of King Leonidas. I was like, that's cool. Yes. And then uh, I chose the woman because I was like, fuck it. I want to be a badass chick. And then better be I anyway. <laughs> beat up a bunch of guys who worked for the Cyclops. And then I saw a treasure on the map and ran to get it and was killed by three sharks. And I have not touched it since. <laughs> I played all my playtime literally says six minutes. And I was like, cool. Well, I won't be playing that anytime soon. Three sharks. They didn't just kill me. One mm. bit me, and then three others appeared and hunted my ass down. And, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no, fuck. No, it was, I'm done. So that's Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is an Assassin's Creed game that doesn't want to be an Assassin's Creed game. What do you mean by that? <laughs> it's like it's embarrassed to be one because it is so much like okay uh, but what does that mean okay yeah uh, all right so you know how origins felt witchery this one still feels witchery but then like to the next level almost it's just uh, it does not feel like an assassin's creed game <clears throat> and I, I know i'm trying to trying to come together with all the words to to explain that but before i do I just I need to give you the initial gameplay experience. I, I like installed the game and I'm like, you play freaking mm, Ubisoft Cash Grab. So it's like I, I get beyond that. The first thing I see when I load up the screen is a million microtransactions staring me at the face, basically blaming me for buying the regular standard edition. <laughs> mm. And I'm like, what's going on? And, and so I'm like, OK, I, I got faced with this. And I'm just like, eh, okay, well, let me put this to the side for a minute because I'm going to be too angry to play this looking at the plethora of microtransactions. So I go grocery shopping. And I'm at Walmart where apparently Walmart and Totino's Pizza Rolls have teamed up. And if you buy 12 packs of Totino's Pizza Rolls at Walmart, <laughs> you you're, get... You're speaking my language right now. I don't know you, where this is going, but... You get booster packs. Booster packs, so you can oh play. So you can play the game that they have a million editions for quicker. Like, okay, I, just can uh, I ask you a question about those? Because this, uh, this is the thing I when I <laughs> went to go buy the game because I'm not. Uh, there are many companies I like. I, I'm not gonna lie, I like Ubisoft games, but I'll, I don't want to work with them because their rules are like real strict. Yeah. So I just bought the game. Um, mm -hmm. When I went to go buy it, I saw that there was the normal version. Mm -hmm. There was a gold version, and there was some other version, and then there was so five version. versions. It's crazy. Yeah, the then, they, then, they had a bunch of, then they also had um, like packs, right. and I didn't know. I, I didn't know if those were packs that 
We're like multiplayer shit. Like, how no, this, this is what, a single what, player game. This is all. This what is that? Like, but what does it mean? What are the? Oh. What are the packs of? Okay, so in the packs you have different things like um, booster packs. So it XP boosters. There are microtransactions for ships, weapons, tons of different armor, like tons of different well, things. Will anyone help me kill those fucking sharks so I can play this game? Yeah, probably. And that's, just, that's just, the thing. Jesse, that's, just that's, stab the sharks. That's, stab them. Yeah. I did. The sharks. blood drew more sharks. It was like my <laughs> nightmares. Oh, God. No. I've got to the point now where if there's any sharks, like I'm saying, like, I see a shark, I just stop the ship. I'm like, excuse me. I'm just run off the front. I'm like, yes. Why do you more sharks? I'm going to crack it. I'm like, fuck you, crack it. This is whirling. I'm like level 10. Like, it's nothing. But I'm like, yeah, I've got to the point now where sharks just eat fuck. I just, okay, so my, my initial impressions of Odyssey were really tainted by the fact of this is Ubisoft. They're not, you know, an indie developer who needs to kickstart their game, for one. So why is it that they're basically saying, like, I felt like I was a lesser player <laughs> by purchasing their standard edition and being faced with all these hey you didn't buy this gold platinum unlimited un blah blah ultimate edition even the ultimate edition isn't even ultimate because you can go and get your totino's pizza rolls and if you get them at walmart there's also another bonus you get more xp packs because I, like I i know but it's like but why do i want to pay them more money on top of the game which i already bought and let, let's just pretend i bought like the 100 plus dollar version of this game 149.99 is what which it is, was when i looked the day yeah I which is it. which is like an unlimited but it doesn't have all the stuff that's unlimited because you can buy stuff on top of that like all your ship skins and stuff and things why am i paying money to get through the content that i paid good money to have does that make sense? Yes. It's, but it's a the reason why I seventy-five like plus hour game. Why oh, 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 oh. We have a direct opposing opinion. Direct um, opinion. I, damn. Uh, right. I, so I got the ultimate edition because someone donated enough uh, bits on Twitch. And like, just go buy it. And I was like, all right. So I got the ultimate one. Buy it through the UPlay store. If you got UPlay points, you get twenty percent off of it because they get the full cut. They don't give thirty percent to Steam, so you can get twenty percent back yourself. So I got it for like seventy quid, I think, in the end for the ultimate everything edition. Never noticed there was an in-game store. They don't even. It was I didn't even see that. First thing, thing that showed up when I started the game. <laughs> see, I, that's weird because, like, if because I was on the old one, it just never. I didn't see it. Yeah, it's I like seven tabs. It, it looks like, like Warframe. I was in, and someone's like, "Have you? Uh, is there a store?" I was like, "Oh, I checked." I was like, "Oh yeah," yeah. and then just kind of carried on with it. Weird. But it's. I just kind of feel like it's. It's just. If you pay money to speed up a Sanskrit Odyssey, you're an idiot because it is actually paced as a slow RPG. It's a grindy RPG that wants you to pay to get rid it's, of the grind. It's, it's, I wouldn't say I it's don't not, get it. It's not grindy. That's the thing. I've not. I've played it for like ten hours now, and I haven't gone. Oh, I'm grinding at this point. I'm like constantly going. Oh, I'm gonna go do a bounty. Oh, I'm gonna go do the ship thing. But and because of gone, like, auto AI the, scaling, maybe it doesn't feel grindy to you. But me, I want to turn that stuff off because what's the point of leveling if your AI just you know scales? with you it's like oh it i got this new weapon point. each area has a, an upper limit as far yeah. as i can tell so it scales up and then so you can go back and like murder everyone on the place where you started which i've been doing that's why i enjoy taking on sharks <laughs> they're two levels lower than me so i'm just a big shark murderer i'm like oh something chest i'm gonna go in there uh, can i can i ask you a question since since you're pretty down with the game and i just want to ask this to everyone out there as well <clears throat> why are we still doing this abstergo shit 
Why is that still a focus of this game that, like, they have to bring me into cutscenes where it's like, all right, get inside this weird machine. Like, okay, boss, whatever you say, let's do this. Let's, all right, we're going to go back in time. And this is this spear. We don't know which person it belonged to. It could, there's two DNA strands on it, so it can either be a man or a woman. Like, just cut that bullshit out. And nobody cares anymore. Nobody yeah. cares about that storyline. We just want to be a badass, like murdering people in different time periods. Why I mean, this, is that through game, it's, it's it's nothing. I, I'm like ten, right. eleven hours in, and I've had one two minute cutscene. Well, like found his man. Let's go in the machine. Hey! And then it was back to the fun bit. So I feel oh, like at the moment it's just like for the people who, for some reason, ever cared about the future stuff in Assassin's Creed, or never played an Assassin's Creed game to begin with, which I think is actually kind of but what it's there did, for. What if like you know why include that shit? Because it just oh, yeah, I, had, I had no idea who the two like, people were. Um, there was no explanation about what was going on. It was like, this is just for the people who care. All right, two minutes. Go, go back, go have fun. Yeah, it's it's because I, I played like I played like some of the early ones, and then four was like my peak because I love the boat stuff. And then I tailed off and I didn't really play anything else. So going back to this, the jump from four to this is just huge for me. So right. there's so many like new things and new bits by and it's got the ship combat back properly with yeah. a lot more it's um, less leveling up your ship and a lot more because the ships don't have cannons, because they're all it's archers and spears. So you can get flaming archers, you can like yeah, everyone sings their sea shanties, but as far as I can tell, though, there was no historical evidence of ever there being sea shanties, so they've made them up. And if you have, like, a crew that's all women, it's, it's uh, you hear female voices. If it's all male, you hear male. And it's, uh, I, it's great. That's what I hear. It's like, oh, we're going to go. It's Chaos from Sharks. So Can you get, like, Greek fire? Greek fire? Is that different Roman than regular fire? fire? Yeah. Roman fire. Uh, can you get yeah, like the various fires they would that they would shoot out of the ship? Different brands of fire. Come to me, Siamat. We oh have different. God, that's fine. I'll just send you all a link so you can look it up. Oh, am I um, gonna learn? I didn't come here to learn. Uh, <laughs> nope, uh, you're about to learn. I'm just gonna post it in chat. And I'm gonna post it for you guys because I'm I'm tired of not knowing stuff. Oh, not knowing Greek things. Fire. Okay, Greek fire. Greek fire. Wikipedia. Greek fire. Ah. Greek fire is a good a thousand years out of the era. Maybe not. It's 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 uh, Odyssey. Hmm. Uh, burn or flag of water. No, you said stuff. Well, you said stuff on fire. Wait, so you just turned your your ship into a dragon? Pretty much. Yeah. Greek yeah. fire. Not Got that it. I've Greek seen. Fire. So I haven't seen them do that. No, but I think the game is like seventy thousand hours long. So it's it's really a. We'll get there eventually. Like, I'm 10 hours in, and I got, like, f at the four-hour mark, I hit the four-hour mark, and at the four-hour mark, as I started to sail off, it came up with Ubisoft Presents, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I was like, it's four hours in! Whoa. That's nice. the opening? Yeah. Nice. That's big. It's And, like, the map is just, like, I went to... A, a the really, map like, is crazy. Place. I went to the top, like, a highest point on, like, an island that's a little bit in, and he's just, yeah... It Someone, takes two and a half hours to yeah, walk. to walk across yeah. it. If you don't use fast travel or anything, they do need more more fast travel points. Like the ports need to be. Like I don't understand why that wasn't a consideration to begin with. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's, it, I feel like they actually want you to genuinely explore this world because if you just yeah. walk from somewhere to somewhere, it, it does have that Witcher thing of you're gonna bump into something. You're gonna and if anytime you find any of the notice boards, you just take on every goddamn quest that you can. Just you like mine, 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 and then you will be like you'll stab a gun. It's like well done. I'm like oh, it's that guy. Oh good. I'd have killed him. But you're always being like pursued by mercenaries as well, which is taken from uh, the, uh, the um, kind of model, whatever it's called. I've yeah, never played the, them. Oh gosh, the uh, 
nemesis system. But yeah, it does, nemesis, it, does yeah. it does feel like that very much so. Yeah. I, I liked but that. I, I really like that, yeah. You empty it's like, yeah, you're like, this is going really well. So you hear, da, da, and like mm -hmm. someone so hard to kill just turns up and you're like, ah, no, no. But I love the fact yeah. that you can actually kill the person who put the bounty on your head. So basically you're kind of like cutting them off the legs. It's like, yeah. oh, I, I'm, I've been... I've been too evil here. Let me just go kill the person who actually put the price on my head to begin with. Yeah. Wait, does that only happen if you've been doing evil shit? No, if you make too much of a, a ruckus, basically, you know, things okay. will come after you. And you can Stand see them too much as well. Just in well. Well, right away, like the very first thing, uh, again, this goes back to the six minutes I've played. Um, the very first <laughs> thing you do is when you, you battle some, like, I assume some gangster, unless there really is a Cyclops, but they're like, the Cyclops is going to get your ass and you can fight them. And when you beat them at the end, um, even though it definitely looks like you murdered them, they like start to get back up and it gives you an option yeah. of killing them or letting them go. And I was like, for story's sake, I definitely want to let them go because I know it's going to come back and like 50 dudes are going to show up and be like, oh, we're going to get you now. I'm like, yeah, all right. So there are moments like that that I imagine continue through the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, a, I got a big one on the last one. The, the guy who I thought was genuinely going to be the main antagonist, uh, I killed. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I was like, like, oh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that's where we were going. And I got to this guy because it was like, you can spare chat. Or I was like, he <laughs> just, because I, I did the option, like, kill him. And uh, the character just walked, my character walked away. I was like, oh, and then like turned around and stabbed him. I was like, oh, we're doing this. Yeah. I would, and then I, I just died. <laughs> I would love it if you did kill the main villain and the rest of the game is you just <laughs> going on adventures because no one's going to stop you. Just having like, a chill ass time. It's like that Cyclops guy. That Cyclops guy was in the world and I stumbled into him at one point. I was being chased by some people and then like a cutscene started. It was Cyclops. I was like, oh, I've made a mistake right now. <laughs> I ended up killing him by spotting kicking him off a building. It was Damn awful. right. But then like it's full of these little details because in that cutscene you've nicked something of his and then you put it on an animal. I'm not saying how because it's hilarious. You put it on an animal and the animal runs away and he's like, that was mine, Rawr, and then you fight him. And then like hours later, someone's like, hey, if you go back and find the animal, kill it, you get the item back. And that happened. And I went back and I found the animal and I killed it and I got the item back and then I sold it. Perfect. That's awesome. It's, it's got I... a lot of detail in there. Going back to what Jesse was asking earlier, can I can I ask a question of those of you who have actually like legitimately played Assassin's Creed games because I actually have never really dived into it? Is the whole like storyline of people hopping into this machine and going back in time, is that not a story? Like is there no arc going okay. on with oh, that? So so I can explain walk this. into a machine and they go back in time and that's it. There's so no, drama. no drama. It's just normal. Originally, Assassin's Creed 1 through 3 was, and this is the least spoilery version of this, it was about a character <laughs> who was connected to the assassins and so right. was being sent back in time. And the whole reason why you had to do things a certain way is because you had to, like, keep on the time stream bullshit. You didn't want to, like, fuck up the, 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 the... It wasn't like you were changing the past. It was like you were messing with the programming, right? Okay. And so um, that shit wrapped up and ended at the end of Assassin's Creed 3 and one of the most ludicrous, stupid, ridiculous endings I've ever seen in a video game. The, okay. like, the big reveal was genuinely... Spoiler for anybody who... Uh... <laughs> yeah. uh, everyone who plays Assassin's Creed 3 knows the ending of that game is wacky as shit. And you're like, the fuck? So at that point, from that point on, it became not that. There was no major story. They just kept including that shit. Yeah. Like it was, there was a, re it basically became like, there's a resistance now. The spoiler like, alert is up on the screen if you want to like actually go say for stuff. it. 
No, but like uh, the whole point is at the end of it, um, there is <laughs> wrapped up as being very generous. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things where they gave you a really shitty answer for everything and then continued using the future motif as a reason to go back to different times rather than like just be like fuck it we don't need that we can just go revisit times that the assassins were like around and tell you that story even assassin's creed origin is like oh i can't wait to see the origin story of the assassins and they still have to cram in like <laughs> bullshit abstergo stuff and you're just like why though why do we need this and it was never very good and if you it's, think it's, watching the movie helps in any way Nah. <laughs> oh, the movie is one of the most insulting things I've ever seen. It is terrible. Which is, terrible. I'm just saying something because Michael, Michael, Michael Fassbender, Fassbender right? Save Assassin's Creed? No, not even he could save it. With his goddamn shark mouth? No. Chomping all yeah, over everybody's dreams. Basically, the whole point of the entire, like, the arc of, of all the stories was basically like, you're, the reason why everyone's going back in time and doing all the shit is they're trying to find a magical artifact that can like change the fate of the world. That's pretty much the, the point. And so they're going back. It's not time travel. They're going back because they need to follow the exact path these assassins took in order to track down this fucking treasure. And that's sort of it's not very good. It's like the, the games themselves are fantastic in what, when they give you the story of like the time period. Like Assassin's right. Creed 2 is dope as shit. But, like, the Abstergo stuff is garbage. Like, I hate all that stuff. And the <laughs> fact that you're continuing it, and then this one, if Dan's correct, they literally, the scene I saw at the beginning is literally in the first 10 hours, the only related scene yep. is insane to me. It's insane that they would even include it then. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't mm. see anything beyond that. It's just, it's just, there was like two people who I didn't know, and they were like, yeah, it's a, but it's weird because they're going, um, because it's supposed to be you're going back into like the memories. It's like, here's exactly how it happened in the memories. And that's why you would like desync if you killed too many innocents. In this, you could just slaughter anyone. Oh, yeah. it doesn't matter. And apparently, there's like mythical creatures and stuff. So they've kind of gone, we're just going to, I feel like in the next game, there'll be one, like a seed in the future, one guy going, nah. And then he just goes back to the past and tells the story. Well, this is, and this is also, there's no assassins in this world yet. This is like pre all the assassins. You're not even an assassin. And, and that's kind of what yeah. I was trying to explain, like in the beginning. It's like an Assassin's Creed game that doesn't want to be an Assassin's Creed game because no, it's it's just it's, an ancient Greek Odyssey game, right? And they just put the Assassin's Creed branding on it. There are stealth what's, what's elements, even, what's but even crazier, <laughs> what's even crazier is that the whole point of the assassins and the main character from like the first three games and that kind of shit is literally like. You're the only one who can do this. You are DNA connected to this shit, which is why we have to send your ass back. You're the only one. And this one, literally, it's like, all right, so we found a spear, and on the spear, it has two DNA strands, but, like, you can pick which one to follow. <laughs> what? Wait, why are we even doing this, then? Like, could anyone do this? Why in the four, you were, like, in future Ubisoft, weren't you? It was like you're in a future game studio, and they were like, we're making a game about pirates. Go and DNA the pirates. <laughs> Go DNA the pirates. I I don't know. I got. I never see that problem with Assassin's Creed Four is it had the Assassin's Creed single like on land stuff was like follow this guy and listen to the conversation. It's so dull. There's like kill this guy, but it's very linear and blur. Whereas in this one, it's like kill that guy over there probably. Like and if you've got the exploration mode on, which I recommend yeah, you buy, definitely. it doesn't even give you blips and stuff on the map. It's like it's kind of a bit southwest of this area, and you get like vague in, like areas, and you have to like scout they, the area with your eagle. They don't know anything about direction. They're like, hey, no. you should go west and to do this. It wasn't west. <laughs> it went west and it wasn't. It's like learn directions. What? How weird. I'm trying yeah, to. Not, oh my god. I'm trying to think of what the kid. It's like a one of those teen movies. Uh, what's the What's the one movie that came out where everyone was like, 
Divergent. That's the franchise. <laughs> okay. So in the Divergent, this I is why Crendo and I love Divergent. Divergent. So Divergent out. is a thing where the first couple stories are literally like you main character are divergent that makes you so different and there's no one else like you and you're like the one right but there are other later, ones later it's, there's like <laughs> many the alive. ones and i feel like that's it's kind of like well, you watch the point is nobody fits into a box jesse i understand i understand but it's like you went to watch the matrix and everyone was like no there's plenty of the ones neo get over it right everybody's it, <laughs> got bullets neo goddamn yeah, it's the same thing with with this game franchise where it's like at the beginning it was like so the true. one character was the one the only one who could do this that's why everyone wanted him that's why the future stuff was important because it was the one guy and everyone needed him and now it's like everyone can fucking do it. What is it? That was that was nothing. That was stupid. Everyone is the one now. And it's just like, why include this story if it's gonna be so off the rails? I don't That's kinda drive like, me crazy. That was one of the big issues I had with the new Pacific Rim movie. Is like yeah. they established all of these rules about how oh, these the can yeah. drift and be compatible and it's like you have what? to be compatible yeah. and have like all of this history and like practice and blah blah blah. And then in this in the second movie spoilers <laughs> for the second Spoiler for the second Pacific Rim movie. Literally anybody can pair up with anybody and drive any mech, apparently. As long <laughs> like, as you've been in a Star Wars film. Boyega, what? <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hate when they, like, in the early ones, they of, of any franchise, they establish, like, clear rules and they stick to them. Break them until all. Until it's cool. like... Yeah, and until it's, like, inconvenient to follow the rules, right? And it's like... No, the reason that we liked it is because you stuck to a goddamn fucking story that you put together. We can't right. cash grab and make a sequel. I mean, what a Ubisoft thing to do. Yeah. With that said, though, I really like I liked the. I thought Origins was super fun, mostly because there's no sharks. Gators and hippos don't scare me. <laughs> But I thought it was I thought it was great because I love that time period and I love yes. what they do with it and I love they literally let you explore everywhere and it yep. was so much bigger it felt witchery it's which huge. I liked about yeah, it. Yeah, it's huge. And it, it will continue to feel witchery and you you definitely should go back to it. There are good points to this game. I just haven't gotten to talk about them yet. But please continue. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's I just think it's fascinating. That's all. The what I feel mostly like the biggest positive for Assassin's Creed Odyssey is that well, one, it definitely takes origins and, and builds on top of that. The combat is probably still the weakest thing that is in this game entirely. I hate the combat so much. It's just... Yo, I I will say, even switching to the alternate controls, mm. I still don't know why they made the control system the way they made the control system. It shouldn't, Assassin's it shouldn't be like that. Like, why do I have to... I don't to know why they make it so complicated. Needlessly complicated. No. Every time. And so I have, I have to keep switching to the alt controls just because I'm like, it makes it a little simpler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe I'm just too shitty at video games. Maybe that's the lesson here. I just suck. <laughs> no, and, and that's no, that's how it, that's how it makes you feel in a way. It makes you feel like you're just not good enough to play this game in some weird way. Um, things that I, I, like, I climb high, oh, climb high, spot and kick people off. That's yeah, how you do yeah. the combat in this game. <laughs> there should be literally no other controls. I don't need weapons. I just spot yeah. and kick people off. Just watch and go. Stealth. Just use your eagle and just stealth everything. Plan it all out. Just stealth oh, everything. No stealth. Just boom. You get a kick. Boom. You get a kick. <laughs> and then mercs come after you. But it's all good because you can take yeah, them Then you kick them. That's, that's sort of I like know. Kick them together. too. Yeah. Now the, the thing I actually really enjoy about this game so far is that the side quests are really fleshed out and the ripple effect 
um, is pretty legitimate. Like things that you, you just think, oh, well, this little side quest won't matter. The choice I make here won't matter. It's like entire countries are affected by the choices you've made. Yeah. And so I like the fact that choices actually do seem to matter, even though the dialogue options don't really seem very fleshed out. The criticism I have for the world, I guess you could say, is, well, more or less the story, the narrative, if you will, is that the main quest line seems to flesh out the characters less than the side quest. Like, it seems to be all about the side quest, which is why, to Dan's point, like, the exploration and and doing things that way, so much better. Such a better experience overall than just, you know, hey, let me turn this indicator on. Let's go be Witcher full tilt. This is my icon. Let's go this away and do all the things that they want me to do. So... There, there are positives to this game. There are just a lot of negatives for me, and it hit me in the bad taste right in the beginning with the monetization. It sucks. It's dumb. I can't believe you have seven tabs. It looks like Warframe. Seven tabs where the crap you can buy. Oh, I feel like this needs to be a video. Um, <laughs> sorry. I hate when games are badly monetized, especially when a game is that expensive to begin with, and I get hammered on for buying the standard edition like I'm I don't know it's like showing up at at the cash register with the store brand loaf of bread instead of buying the artisan like seeded loaf that yeah but have you tried that artisan seed loaf that's just yeah I bet you like but that's true and try this 200 helix credits for right (laughs) I'm just like so stuff like that makes me angry um, the performance issues that I've suffered, anytime there's a cutscene, FPS just tanks all the way. Windows 10 optimization, turn that crap off. That's for every game, literally these days on Windows 10. 25 frames per second during a cutscene, that should not be happening. Game has some issues with, I think it's the, actually the cloud effects are probably the biggest offender in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, if I'm honest, because even turning them down just a little bit actually got me back up to 60 and it stabilized a bit. But I just couldn't believe like Did it look noticeably different? Hmm? Did it look noticeably different when you changed? Yeah, I mean, stutter. I mean, I would say that most people probably would not notice. If you turned your cloud effects down a little bit enough to stabilize your frame rate, I don't actually think a lot of people would notice, but I would notice because I like games to be pretty. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, so that's just me. Um, I put it I'll... down to medium and then forgot for a stream and then totally forgot and kept playing. I was like, oh, this looks fine. I don't care. Yeah. I, again, some people I'm might not person. care. Um, when you're running like full, when you're riding your horse and you're riding full speed, you can tell that the draw distance is impacted as well. So, again, that's another issue that really shouldn't be happening, but it is. It's, so. It's like, I wish the horse would actually move faster because, again, the world is huge. It's super vast. Obviously, fast travel is the way they want you to get around, but I'm still like my Witcher vibes and I like riding my horse around. It's like, Roach, why? (laughs) I've been walking around. I ain't touched a horse. I keep forgetting I even got a horse. I'm I'm an eagle. I like to stand every now and then away and the eagle lands. I'm like, yes, we will walk now. Yeah. And then I get in a boat and blow some sharks up. But at the fastest speed, <laughs> the whales. At the fastest <laughs> speed, you can tell it has issues with rendering. So, I'm just like, mm. it is a big game though. It's like a, you yeah, see, when I you know. get really high, you're I like, know. oh, that it's uh, it's the world. I can go anywhere. Oh yeah, but 
But I mean, and I, I know if I took these complaints to Ubisoft and be like, hey, so you guys might want to optimize. They're probably just like, well, you need to be playing at blah, blah, blah settings. It's like, this is an i7. I have the most updated NVIDIA card possible. There is no way that this should be running the way it is. But I'm yeah, sorry. They'll, they'll look over me and be like, he's running it fine. I'm like, I'm on an i9. I'm that guy. Yeah, but, but, but what they want me to do is, that, oh, you must have just bought the standard edition. What you need yeah, to you do is get go get frames. some Totino's pizza rolls at Walmart, and then you can get a boost in your frame yeah. rate. Yeah, well, I spent my Helix crystals on frames. That's what I've done. It's, it's a good thing to do. <laughs> well, what, if it did, what if you bought those Totino's and it did work better? Then I'd have Totino's and a better running game. Yeah, so think about that next time. Positivity. I think Jesse just wants some pizza rolls right now. Man, have you I, ever had Tostino's pizza rolls when you're really I hungry? I not. Ever. Oh, they're not good, but they will burn the roof of your mouth so so fast. <laughs> oh, great. I didn't even know that campaign was a thing, except, you know, I went to Walmart and I saw these, like, teenagers, and literally all that was in their cart these was teenagers. 12 was 12 things of pizza rolls. And I was just like, I don't understand. Like, why are there that many teenagers in a row? And that's all that's in a cart. And I'm just talking it up to like, oh, they're just teenagers. But then I see the Assassin's Creed stuff on there. And I'm like, oh, no, this is Shadows of Mordor again. They did, the, they did that campaign with them like last year. And I was just like, oh, sweet baby Jesus, no. Hey, guys, remember to subscribe with Twitch Prime to get your Assassin's Creed official uh, decorations for your ship. I think that's genuinely currently a thing that's funny as well. So, yeah, basically, if you, anything cool. you actually buy in America is it actually gives you something in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. They've actually got something with every single name brand in the world. It's true. You go, any, go to a McDonald's and you'll get, like, a new sword. I went to a Chuck E. Cheese and I was stabbed. <laughs> It's, it's it, I, anywhere you want to go. Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore, but try, you know, every single place. They've reversed their bankruptcy, actually. What? Yeah, back. Toys R Us coming back? Toys R Us coming back. Oh, snap. Can't keep that giraffe down. Jeffrey number one. Jeffrey number one. Jeffrey number one. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, it's coming back. Because the kids need a place to be kids. Jeffrey don't want to grow up. Now I have the song stuck in my head. No. There's a million toys that toys are us that I can play with, from bikes to trains to, to video, video games. games. What? When was the last time you saw Toys R Us selling video games? Let me ask you that. The I biggest toy store it. there is. Except that it's small I, I, and in a mall near you. In a long time. When let's see, we got the big Toys R Us in the UK, and when they was all closing down, we were in there, in, we were in there, and they were legitimately selling Sega Mega Drive games. Amazing. That they've had in the backstop for so long. It was just like that amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, well, that ball gets all them. I wonder why they it was like I, four I was, as well when I shut down. <laughs> I was very much considering they had a, a online thing where they had an auction of the Toys R Us actual like offices, the corporate offices of Toys R Us, and they had some weird what? ass shit in there that I was like Maybe I want something. <laughs> I want a giant backwards R for my wall. Yeah. Some of that shit is just like, maybe I do want some of this weird ass shit they have. Yeah, I would have. If I had, if I was a billionaire, I would have bought some weird ass shit and made like my own Toys R Us. Hmm. Yep. That's your goals in life. So you can, <laughs> you can have your coffee shop right next to your Toys R Us. And That's my plan. You can do yes. all your presentations in advance for the meetings that you will have. That'd be great. Yep. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like it. 
this episode uh, of the Co-Optional Podcast is sponsored by Audible. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Hell yeah. It's like pizza rolls. It's sponsored by pizza rolls. <laughs> I was going to say next and week. Also, and also Audible. <laughs> next week, it'll probably be sponsored by Totina's Pizza Rolls. Play Assassin's <laughs> Creed Odyssey today. Blah, blah, blah. Great. I'd take those. Know, I'd take some right? Totina's. I'll have the DLC, thanks. <laughs> XP booster so that way I don't have to spend so much time playing a game that I want to rage at for frame rate performance issues. Wait. You know what's weird? You can get those XP boosters through the... Because when you get trophies, you get the, like, the Uplay credits. You actually yes. buy the XP boosters through there as well? Yeah, yeah, you can like, buy them in the shop. Wait, and, yeah, why are they there? That's not I, a place I, they need to be. It's... <sighs> anyway. Ubisoft, what? <laughs> are we talking about things now? Yes, yes. So, let's talk We're talking about, some... about books? Let's, let's talk about... Oh! Some... No, no, sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry, boss, it was surprising. I was going... Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for, for taking the feedback. Yeah. Oh, hey. So yeah, this episode of the Co-Optional Podcast is sponsored by Audible. You can go to audible.com slash cynical, C-Y-N-I-C-A-L, to get your first audiobook for free. Um, let's see, what audiobooks do you guys want to recommend? I know we have some selections. Jesse, do you want to start? Yo, I definitely do, because it's so on topic of what we've been talking about. It uh, is, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, usually I come in here and I say Star Wars. Yes, there are plenty of Star Wars books on there. You should definitely get them because they're super fun to listen to. But this time uh, I have a book that's called The Song of Achilles. And it literally is just a retelling of um, all of the great like Iliad slash if you ever saw the movie Troy or it's basically Achilles uh, and uh, Helen of Troy and, and that whole thing. Except it's told from the perspective of... Um, a young man who like does not fit in with these people at all and is uh, like befriends Achilles and is along for the ride. And um, I'm not going to spoil some things about it, but you know, besides the main story that everyone sort of knows, there's like a side story that is very, very sweet. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's very, very cool. Uh, the narrator is fantastic and has like a delightful British, possibly fake British, I don't know, accent. And uh, <laughs> yeah. It is It is very cool. It's called The Song of Achilles, and it is... Uh, Madeline Miller wrote this book. You can get it right now. It's about 11 hours long. I'm about halfway through it. Very cool. All right, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. I was actually looking for SMS uh, link as well, well, the SMS code. Um, so if yeah. you... Uh, SMS 500-500, um, again, Cynical, C-Y-N-I-C-A-L, uh, start your free 30-day trial and, of course, get your first audio selection for free. Brooke, you have a suggestion as well. Lay it on Yeah. Us. I didn't realize that the um, the audiobook of The Disaster Artist is read by Greg Sestero, who is the, the dude in The, the Disaster dude. Artist. Um, so, yeah. Disaster Artist, My Life Inside the Room, the greatest bad movie ever made. Um, any of you who saw the Disaster Artist movie, this is the book that it was based off of, which is basically Greg Sestero's like memoir about the experience of yep. meeting Tommy Wiseau and like making the room. Um, and yeah, he's he's the dude who reads the whole thing. Um, so if you would like to listen to that, uh, it I've is it's there, so good. It's so yeah. good. I've heard that he like there are a couple like little moments where he goes kind of off script, which I think good shit <laughs> yeah. um i will i would suggest if you really want the best the best possible like the room experience 
here's my tips for you. One, watch the room. Two, after that, listen to the How Did This Get Made podcast episode on the room where Tommy comes, or uh, uh, um, the, 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 the author of the book comes on. Greg and, Sister, yeah. Yeah, and comes on and talks about, I should write a book. Then listen to the book, then go watch the movie. And you will get the complete like, oh my God, how did any of this happen? And it, right. it will blow your mind. It's so good. That's my four suggestions. Take a week and just do that. It will like <laughs> blow your mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought the movie was like so perfectly uncomfortable. Like it, <laughs> the movie was done so well in a way where you literally were just like, what the fuck? But you, right? but you feel like, but you feel for Tommy Wiseau because it's just like, he's just like an old weirdo who just wants to like be loved so badly and make it in an industry, but there's so many weird things you don't know. Like, where's he from? How does he have his money? What, like, it's a, it's a mystery, but it's, it's like, he doesn't, he's not like a, like an evil creep. He's just like a creep. <laughs> he's just a creep. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Weird man. Yeah. The movie was crazy. So yeah, you can, you can listen from, from the mouth of babes, disaster artist on Audible. Yep. Yay. So thanks again, Audible, for sponsoring this episode of the Coptional Podcast. Again, audible.com oh, slash... you know what? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Before we do, before we do anything, I'm going to give another recommendation because oh, like, even though Song Achilles is great, uh, there's another thing that I have on my phone that I used last night. I'm going to say it. So they've been doing these Aptive things on mm -hmm. there, um, and there's one called Sleep Better. And literally, it's 12... Uh, a, 12 i think like 12 minute programs or something like that and literally it's like you listen to a different one each night and it like helps you get to sleep better and oh, they're okay. awesome oh. they are oh, awesome yeah. didn't you have a, an aptive one for us like the last integration yes because they, they had they had a, a them, don't they? they have workout ones that it's like right. a person who it doesn't matter what you do uh it's like a 5k workout program but you can like right run 5k on a treadmill or up a mountain or whatever but like the voice is like you can fucking do this you got this <laughs> amazing it's like run your fucking ass you're like yeah <laughs> it works uh and they have one for sleep and the sleep one is like really soothing music and it's this woman named jade who's just like today i'm going to teach you about relaxation and he's like she's like lay down with your arms at your side but if that's not a comfortable position lay however you feel like laying i'm like thank you jade <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jade. Enabler. You know, nice. Like, lay however you want to lay. And I was like, yes, perfect. I will. It's like, I feel yeah. permission now. That's great. I love that. All right. Oh, that's so, right. The Aptive stuff is, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Good. The Aptive stuff is like, is like a, like a separate bubble inside of Audible, right? Right. I believe Yeah. So. If you go on like the app right now, it's very, very top. Can you use... If you, it, it, it is a trial thing that I think lasts until next September. Interesting. And I don't, I don't know if they're going to continue it after that. I have no clue what the ins and outs of it are. But I know that it's a trial thing. And if you have Audible, you get it. And it's like free. And nice. so you can just like download it free and just sit there and be like, take me away on relaxation. It's great. Oh, yeah. Member price, $0. Fuck yes. <laughs> $0. Totally free. Love it. Cool. Yep. 
Awesome. Well, thank you again, Audible, for sponsoring this episode of the Co-Optional Podcast. Audible.com slash cynical, C-Y-N-I-C-A-L, or SMS the word cynical, again, C-Y-N-I-C-A-L, to 500-500. Sign up and get your free 30-day trial and your first audiobook for free. And you can obviously listen to some of those amazing choices or recommendations. Uh, and, of course, the Aptif stuff, that keeps coming back. So definitely check that out. Uh, zero dollars, yeah. zero cents for members. Heck, yeah. Um, yeah. So that has been our sponsorship segment. And do you guys need to take a break? Or do we want to power on and talk about some more games? I mean, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. up to y'all's. No, no, I'm good. Let's let's do it. All right. What have you guys been playing now that I've kind of sort of done with my Odyssey rant a little bit? Um, <laughs> I, uh, I've, I've been messing around with the Magic the Gathering arena. I saw um, that. I think I read about that on your Twitter. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people who have, like, tried playing Magic the Gathering online which is like their old client it's it was just like a garbage heap like a total mess <laughs> um and so magic the other arena is now in open beta so they're letting literally and it's not like a big process at all you just like go over there you download it and then it's like do you want to register put in an email sick play some magic the gathering right it's super easy um uh at first when i started playing with it like some things about it look so nice and some things about the UI felt like a little muddy to me. Um, the more that I play it, the clearer it is. And also Sam is like an old Magic the Gathering fanatic. So anything where I was like, I don't understand what this is trying to tell me. He was able to explain to me, which helped. Um, I think that the tutorial is like a little, a little clunky. Um, and the way that it tries to explain resolutions to you is really clunky. Like when you're playing, the other person will do something and then a resolve button will pop up for you. And sometimes it's not, at least for me, it's not super obvious. And then a timer starts and I'm like, wait, is that timer for me? Wait, is it waiting for me to click something? It's his turn. Wait, what the fuck is going on, right? Um, there are some things that they just, they haven't totally made clear to a newer well, player. Well, it's because there's, I think that's the inherent problem with magic because of games like Hearthstone mm. where Hearthstone's made it like simplified everything. So when magic happens and you can like do stuff during another person's turn, right. it's like, wait, what? Huh? What? I thought it was just wait. And that I think Hearthstone really screwed with people's heads because that became so popular that if you weren't, if you aren't like down with what magic is about, you sort of miss out on all the things you can do mm. during when it's not even your turn to play. Right. Um, positives, it starts you off with a bunch of pre-made decks that are actually like really easy. They're really easy to use. They're not super complex. Um, as you play and like level up inside of the system, it'll give you more pre-made decks. So like, um, because I played a certain number of times and, and, you know, hit like a different level or unlocked enough stuff. It was like, Hey, here's an entire deck. That's all merfolk. Right. And I was like, Oh, sick. That's cool. Right. And all of the decks, they feel very easy to use so that's really nice for a newer player i think because you don't feel as much pressure to go into the deck builder and be like i don't know um another positive that i will say about the deck builder now that i've messed with it a lot more is um it doesn't 
make you figure out how much land to take, it'll automatically do that unless you don't want it to. So say that I was like, I want a Golgari deck, right? Like I want to grab a bunch of black cards and a bunch of green cards and just like see what happens. Um, depending on the ratio of black cards to green cards that you have in there, it'll be like, cool, I'm going to fill out the rest of the deck with this much land. Um, and it'll give you like ratios, like they're, they're like different meters that you can click on and it'll be like, okay, your deck right now is this much land, this much creature, this much like enchantments. Um, so that you have kind of an idea of the ratios and they actually have a good search system in there, uh, where you can say, you know what, I need, um, black two cost cards that um i already own you know you can like specify all of this stuff and then it'll show you whatever you have um, but it does have a system like in hearthstone and like in a, i think a lot of uh the, like online card games now where it's like um you get sort of a currency like dust right you get sort of a currency that you can use to make other cards that you don't have in case there's a specific card that you really want um, it does give you that option inside of the system as well. But yeah, so the more that I play with it, the more that I, that it's like getting clearer, I would say still the the big thing that I had a problem with, and it's still, I think, a big problem, is if you open up a pack, um, if you open up a pack with the in-game currency, it's like, here's all the cards that were in that pack. And you're like, cool. But then once you go into the deck builder, it has no way of saying it. Like, none of the cards that you just got are denoted in any way. Oh, so, so I would have to not like lit which up cards anything. I just got. Gotcha. Yeah. That's so, annoying. Yeah, I, I think that that's like a big detriment. But apparently a lot of people have said that. So it's something that they're working on. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I think they're, they're just... For somebody who played kind of a limited amount of Magic the Gathering throughout my life, um, the way that, that the system is working when you play is sometimes still confusing to me even after the tutorial, which makes me feel like the tutorial was a little bit muddier than it should have been. Um, but overall, like it plays nice. I like that it gives you a lot of decks to choose from and mess around with. And um, I think that it's it's like leagues above and beyond what Magic Gathering Online was. So they're on the right track, like for sure. So. I think they're putting a lot of money into it. Did you see the um, initial announcement with uh, Danny Trejo? <laughs> like, No, I didn't. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was a, so like weird. when the beta first came out for it, uh, Danny Trejo did like some sort of um, appearance. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find the video so I could put it on here. But I just thought it was like, it's like, Danny Trejo? I'm like, what? Weird. <laughs> Why? Uh, that was a thing. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. The open beta announcement trailer. Um, Dude got a funny sense of humor. I believe it. Yeah. Actually has uh, Sean Day 9 plot in it as well. But Danny Trejo shows up with a bowl of, like, tricks or something. Um, yeah, so that should be on screen for you guys now. Um, but he's, like, in a bathrobe, and I'm like, Danny what? Trejo out of nowhere, like Magic the Gathering. What? What? <laughs> I didn't know what to. The reaction was just, yeah. I'm... I don't know what they're saying, but I like just pretending I know. I what know. I, I could probably try and pipe it in, actually. Let me nah, know. it's fine. Are you sure? it's, it's good this way. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I kind of want to know what. Hold on. I'm going to make this happen. Uh, copyright strikes B. Be danged. I'm going to try this. We're going to see if this works. Oh, hands brace! On the fly. Here we go. 
Let's react to this, you guys. It's reaction channel now. Oh my gosh. You have to play your Land of War Elves first turn. Because yep. then you can play your Grove from the Ashes second turn. And have ramped up to playing your Gigantosaurus on turn three. Danny, I know. Hmm? Dude. Go play The Elves are the right play! Do you ever read your cards? <laughs> Throw that one down! Draw out his counterspell. I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it! Let me get in there. No, 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 no. Just go, Holmes, it's over! Day nine gets defeated. <laughs> oh man, I actually just replayed that part of this video all the time, and that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, so that's a thing. Uh, Danny Trejo laughing at day nine. That's he's he's great. Everything I I never knew I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, um, yeah, so uh, I remember yeah. seeing that, and I was just like, obviously they must be throwing some weight behind it. So I'm I'm hoping that they do make improvements, like little quality of life improvements can go a long way with a game like that. So for here's sure. hoping, here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other game that I sunk some time into is Mana Spark. Mm. It's like a newer uh, dungeon crawler. Um, the concept of it is that. Uh, like across the earth humans are the only species that can't use mana so like everything else on earth like is able to utilize magic and so humans have been sort of like forced into subservience um and uh all of the different like human communities will have like basically like roving demons or whatever the fuck will show up and just like kill a bunch of people but suddenly they start taking people instead of killing them and um people from these towns are like oh well fuck that we're just gonna chase after them and get our people back right like we have to fight back if they're not like they didn't kill them they took them somewhere so we got to go get them um so the whole concept of it is that you're like one of these warriors from one of these towns where people have vanished and uh and you start like trying to chase after these creatures that that took other villagers. Um, it's pretty fun. It's it's one of those like aiming is important. So it's one of those rare dungeon crawlers where it's better with mouse and Archery. keyboard. Hey. Yeah. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fun. Like I've only been able to unlock one class, and I thought because the first like new class that you unlock is. Um, right after you beat the first boss. And so I was like, oh, with each boss, you'll probably unlock another class. And I know the, the first two classes that you have are ranged. It's like a bowman and then a, a crossbow girl. Um, and I know that there's a melee guy because there's a melee guy in, in the intro of the game. So I'm like, uh. okay, eventually you get like other like close range combat classes, right? Sure. But I beat the second boss and there was nobody there oh, no. to unlock. <laughs> I was like, how long do I have to play this to unlock another person? God damn. Um, yeah. So that's like a little bit, I was excited to unlock a new class to play and it wasn't there. Um, but overall, like the way that the game plays is super straightforward. It's literally just like 
here's a dungeon. You've got a map. Go to all the rooms. <laughs> unlock the stairs. Go down the stairs. New dungeon. There's a map. Walk around. Kill the monster. Right? Like, it's it's that. Um, but I love games like that. So that's exactly what I was looking for. It does have some progressive elements inside of it that persist. Oh, it's a with you time. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So gotcha. there's, uh, like... I think what people are seeing on the screen right now anyway is um, sort of like a hub area and uh, that slowly fills up with people and um, there's like a chef and you can unlock different meals that you like take with you and those are passive buffs that you have each time that you play um, and you can uh, there's a, a person who specializes in like items is like a blacksmith. And you can say like, I want to, every time I go into the dungeon, I want to start with this item and you can level it up. And, um, and as you're in the dungeon, you can find other items. And then the idea is that like, you bring that idea back to the blacksmith and then the blacksmith can be like, oh fuck, I can make that. Right. <laughs> um, but there's a currency inside of, of the dungeon. Like when you kill these things, you get kind of like, like a mana stone essentially. Right. And you have to get enough of those in order to unlock stuff. So, um, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a super straightforward dungeon <laughs> I'm, crawler. I'm just seeing like fun. so many arrows to the eye for that, like skeleton. And he's just like, no, I'm still coming at you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those skeletons suck, man. <laughs> yeah. I am not a fan. So go back to the spiders. That's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there's also one of the other um, people that you can get in your town is like a researcher. Mm. And um, so you can, if you want, if there's like a specific type of enemy that gives you a lot of trouble, you can go to the researcher and say like, I want to know the weakness of this thing. And you can, every time you go in, you can have like one creature selected as long as you've unlocked the research for that creature. Um, you can have that creature selected and they'll basically have they'll basically be like weak when you get in there and it'll take less damage to down them, which is kind of cool. I haven't like utilized that very much, but um, yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. It was pretty fun. Looks interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I- Go ahead, Jesse. <laughs> no, it, I'm, I'm just looking at it now. Like it looks fast, mm -hmm. like a fascinating game. I don't, can I ask you a question about like, do you think on a personal level that this would burn me out, this game? Like, is it like, uh, like struggle wise, is it a game that you can like sit down and just play and like, yeah, all right, I get this. And like, I'm going to experience the story to it. And like, or is it like, you have to grind your butt off to get to, is it dark souls <laughs> for you? I think that you'll get annoyed with how little story is involved in the game. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, the story is is like a loose framework for why you're dungeon crawling, but it doesn't come up often. You can sure. um, there is a lot of lore in the game. Like the the researcher uh, has a list of all of the books that you can find, and every time you see a bookshelf, you can search through it to see if there's like like a letter or a book that you haven't read before and it'll have information that sort of starts to help you understand like why people were taken and what okay. they're doing here and like that sort of stuff and that's actually like pretty cool but overall like it's not like you beat the first boss and then it's like here's an info dump right you don't you don't get anything like that it's just it's like a pretty straightforward like you beat a boss cool keep going my dude you know so maybe um maybe it just 
takes a while before they they give you more information about the story but sure. i haven't i haven't reached a point beyond the very beginning where they've been like here's what's going on now you know or you're actually making some kind of a difference at this point it doesn't feel like you're making any kind of a difference all right all right, yeah, that's all I want to know because that's right. you know that will bug me. I'm like, why am I doing any of this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the premise seems cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Um, I've been playing a game that I kind of am really ashamed to be playing. Is it a mobile game? <laughs> you can turn yes. about Assassin's Creed Odyssey again. <laughs> no. <laughs> is it the, um, fi- is it the it, Final it, Fantasy I was gonna say, it, uh, City it's, Builder game? It, it's how I feel about how you probably feel about A New Empire, about Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> um, Perfect. Games where you have, you know, obviously free to play, but pay to win gotcha games that you probably have no business playing. But for some reason, get sucked into playing anyway, just because mm-hmm. stuff looks cute and anime weeb trash. Um, oh, so- speaking of anime weeb trash, <laughs> I got a game. Oh, God. <laughs> Let right. Jenna finish. Let Jenna after this. I am. I know. I'm just reminding myself. Um, so <laughs> this game is uh, called Food Fantasy. It is okay. on iOS and Android. It is literally food-inspired characters it's actually done by a chinese game company called elix i think um the thing that got me into this is i was on that stupid section of the app store where things are recommended to you that you should just ignore on all counts Uh but i couldn't help it Mm -hmm. i was like Uh all the all these really cute anime characters they're all named after food i like food they're anime i like (laughs) anime classic And, and there's one named coffee and i'm like I like coffee and yeah. Oh, look, and they're all handsome anime boys. Well, not all of them. Some of them are girls. <laughs> right. Can we look uh, at all these be shown in? I, I don't know yeah. why I think that you can like go back up. I'm like, hold on. Who's crepe? Can we go back to crepe? Oh, yeah. Crepe's cute, but she's actually kind of worthless. What about milk? Soul. Milk is actually milk stays with you almost. Uh, like so, it works on a star progression system. So you start with like M characters, oh, oh, and it goes all the way to whoa, S characters, whoa, and out. you are souls. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. You're playing a video, right? Yeah, yeah, I am. I can rewind go back. Okay, rewind, right, rewind hold on, a little hold on, hold on. bit to the overworld map. Go back to the overworld map for a okay, minute. Hold on, let me get what there. The, like, let's take a minute and look at this world. Time. Oh the shit! Fuck. They're all fighting. This is just looks, one section of the world. It looks very cute. Yeah, but let's go back to this overworld thing because it is. It's terrifying. Pretty, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, that's, so that one, that one's fine. Go to the one that was sort of blurred out. Yeah. Sorry. That's the, um, that's actually the combat map. Hold on. Yeah. This right here is the, uh, is this what you're talking about right here? This is yes. The, yeah. This I is think the combat it's map. It's catching up to it on the screen. Yeah. Literally, there is some like effed up shit for people named <laughs> Coffee and Milk and Crip. There is like an old god and a tenant. Yeah, right. What the fuck? And like an eyeball nurse and like shit is crazy. I know. And this is just the stage. So inside the map, which we were previously looking at, this is like what your combat stages look like. So three one is a combat stage, three, two, three, three. These are all different combat stages. Um, yeah. So terrifying. I know, I know. Like Kit Kat Bar. Shit be crazy (laughs) in their life. Shit is crazy. 
and and different different souls actually synergize with other souls and of course it's gotcha as well so you have to like summon and roll for these characters but thing certain things like make sense like milk actually goes with a soul called black tea and together they have like a an ability which is now showing they're showing at the bottom of the screen. So this is like what the combat looks like. Um, so you have a team of five. Uh, is that load screen featuring a girl getting high on what I assume is hashish? <laughs> <laughs> is, that what, is that what's happening? Is that what that load screen featured? Totally. She, she was in a, like some sort of den, a drug den. Yeah. So, um, wow. yeah. Which, which one of these characters is the pizza rolls? <laughs> Right, there is actually oh, a little asshole pizza. with the boxing gloves. Is the uh, pizza? Yes, yeah. my favorite. The, my favorite. The, kid with, logo on him. the kid with yeah. the boxing gloves is actually Tom Yum. Uh, crepe is the, the girl that had the um, the short orange hair, red hair. Uh, milk is the one that looks like she's wearing a cow. cow, yeah, right. And the one at the top is milk tea. So, milk tea and and um, uh, black tea, I, I apologize, and, and milk black go tea together. have guns. Uh, because she's an assassin, and that's the whole thing. Each each character has like its own backstory. Because she's an assassin, you fucking idiot. Right? No, they, they all have their own backstory. So you you like feed them certain food that they like. They have a certain food that that they want, and if you feed it to them every day, that you unlock fondness, and they'll get new voice tracks for when you tap on them or when you use them in combat. It also increases their stats and HP and strength and everything. Who are um, these eyeball nurses? Why is why do they exist? There are some really weird characters in the here. The nurse will see you now. No, yeah. that girl in the back literally has a hash pipe. It's just like, <laughs> that is her, she is, look at her. This is yeah, crazy. It's, it's nuts. It's, it's all very stylized. And so and I don't, it's me. I'm ashamed to be playing it, but I've been playing it like every day for maybe like two months. I have my own guild in this game amazing i'll join right? <laughs> um so like shout out if you are playing this game or want to play this game sign up on the light kingdom server and join my guild called forsaken which nah, is light kingdom nah none of that which is number five six three zero that is how you find my guild and uh, join They're my guild high. every single one of that image was just getting high i think you have to get high in order to play this game continuously and and, and although i like, love i love this mimic i love this mimic <laughs> <laughs> I know. So so, so happy. Some of them actually have horns on them too, which I think those are the cutest ones. And they have like a I bowl like his right wiggle little, nose. His little fork going like wiggle, 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 what? Oh, wiggle, 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 what? And they, they all what? have like their own animations. There's probably like over 50 food souls, and they're all you know all named after food. We, my current team, it's like it sounds horrible because like you're saying like food names literally. Um, let's see, Milt, which I believe is fish sperm. I think, but it's, what? it's a Chinese game, so they can add what they want. Um, mm. Milt, M-I-L-T. Nothing like a healthy spoon of fish sperm. Right? Milt is my Don't healer. Don't milk and milt confused. No, they are two different souls, <laughs> that's for sure. Day. Milk. This cereal tastes really fish. funny. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with it. My For some reason, yeah. I poured in a lot of milt and it just didn't taste right. <laughs> So yeah, Milt and Bonito Rice, I think, is my defense soul, and I have three magic souls. Uh, Peking Duck is one of my magic food souls that's uh, that I'm teamed with right now, and what are my two other ones? Oh, they have drinks in here, so Vodka is on my team. Yes, Yo. and she's actually really pretty, and she has like a Russian accent and everything. They try to go very much with the the theme of the food, so they all have very 
stereotypical. I'm looking at vodka right now. Let's see what vodka looks like. Vodka's Look pretty. Milk, She's so pretty. Why am I doing that? <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's the other one. What is the other one? Foie gras is a food soul, and she looks like a, a mix between a duck and a goose because foie gras is... Yeah. Oh, I like tiramisu. She's a she's a sweet yeah. boy. Oh, vodka looks she's, like a she's bay. She's bay. Oh, vodka looks like she has got a vodka glass up her boot. <laughs> okay, so the the part that we're getting to now in the video that I'm showing on screen is the restaurant management part. So basically, you Whoa, are the well, she, they when they're all named after food. They're all yeah. Is they're there all named cannibalism food? in this one. <laughs> So the other part of this game is it's a restaurant management sim. So you are a master attendant, okay. or basically you oversee the restaurant. And so your job is to hire these food souls as staff or chefs, and they cook food. So it's kind of weird because they're they're cooking dishes. So food souls named after food, so it's food personalized. But yet they're responsible for making food dishes, which is kind of weird. Weird, yeah. <laughs> Um, can I ask you a question? Of course. There's a character named B-52. He is amazing. Yeah, and he is literally, he looks like a B-52 shooter. <laughs> He's amazing. There's a character named Brownie who has a rocket launcher. Yeah, they have synergy together. It's crazy. I, I know. I know. And some B of the food souls have backstories that are relationship related, but you can't, you don't really know it until you <laughs> unlock them through a certain fondness. Can I just, can I just say for the record? Yeah, go ahead. Chocolate looks like he is about to like give you the dick. Chocolate looks amazing in this game. He does. Ch chocolate literally says roses and is like, "What up, lady?" Chocolate. He has the I voice to match. He has chocolate, the voice to match. Chocolate's gonna get some. I'm letting you know. Chocolate coming out like, "What up, ladies?" Damn. Bamboo so, rice is just like a naked guy with green hair. Bamboo rice right. might as well be Goku with green hair. It's very true. Get the fuck out! Can I just tell you right now? Spicy Gluten is the name of a character. Yeah. Spicy Gluten <laughs> is a red with a whip, and I've never wanted Gluten to kill me more. <laughs> the funny what part is, is with this with this game being from a Chinese developer, some, some words are actually censored. There's like a, a global chat um, that's set up. And so when you actually mention Spicy Gluten, when you're talking about the food soul in the game in chat, it actually uh, censors out Spicy for some reason. It also censors out vanilla for some reason in the chat. We have That's issues so figuring some of these things out. But uh, yeah, so it's a Chinese game that for some reason or another, I've been playing every day on my iPad. There are many levels of it. It is free to play. It is gotcha, very much so. So it is kind of pay to win in a way, but you don't really have to ever spend, like I don't feel like you miss out on anything really by not spending anything because like there's so much to do. Yeah, there's yeah. dungeon crawling, there's uh, missions that, that happen every day so you can obtain the currency to unlock things if you wanted to. There's the restaurant sim side of it. There's a skill tree, so you have powers and things. You make dishes, you make deliveries. There's just, there's a lot in this game. Again, I am totally ashamed that I even play it because it seems like the stupidest thing in the world. But for some reason, I'm still playing it a couple weeks on. So I'm like, eh, I'm going to at least tell people about it in case they want to play something mindless and, and ridiculous, but has cute art. And I just I like the fact that food souls can be people. I <laughs> found a video, a Facebook video, which is all sorts of weird. I found I a Facebook video. It. Where the voice of tiramisu question mark yeah does the introduction for 
food fantasy spicy gluten. And it literally is like one of those videos when you see like League of Legends when they introduce a new character. Mm-hmm. He's trying to explain all the combos and synergies, but it's mm-hmm. like this very sweet voice. And then it goes from sexy tiramisu to like this spicy gluten is really. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like spicy gluten to like this little chibi character. And you're like, all right, I guess she's fighting a Cthulhu girl now, like some tentacle beast, but all right, sure. So, so yeah. go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was, I was going to like say something adjacent to mobile games, but not specifically about yep. this game. Go so for it. Wanna... Go for it. No, no, okay. no. I am. So, I'm done freaking Jesse out for today. <laughs> We're like, I'm freaked. I've like, I play a lot of shitty mobile games. Right. Um, and I hadn't seen this before, but I downloaded a, a comic app to read a specific comic. And there were a bunch of comics on there where I was like, Oh, these all look cool. Like, sure. I'll read a bunch. Of, it's obviously um, very Korean focus there's lots of manhwa on there so i was like oh these are a bunch of comics that i've never heard of i'm just gonna like <laughs> do a deep dive right and it had like a like an in-app currency in order to um unlock and like pay the artists of the comic books and i was like oh that's pretty cool and i was like but if you don't want to buy the currency you can just play this other game and i was like i don't think i've ever seen that before that's kind of cool <laughs> yeah so it's like you can watch a video ad right and get like 10 coins or you can get 8,000 coins if you download this other app and get to this level in it right hmm. so I was like sure again I play a lot of <laughs> shitty games I don't mind yeah why not so I've I've been playing so many terrible fucking games <laughs> in order to get currency <laughs> for this comic for app, comics. but they all like they all do this they're in like oh, a sphere so, <laughs> so like so like it was like if you download pirate kings and play pirate kings until you get to the fourth island you'll get eight thousand currency and i was like that'll buy me a lot of fucking comic chapters hell yeah right so i spent like a few days playing pirate kings and inside of pirate kings there is also a currency and it was like you can watch an ad or you can download this other game and get to this point in order to get currency for Pirate Kings. And I was like, what the fuck? How deep does this shit go? <laughs> Inception. Um, yourself. That's what you're doing. You're just going to my credit. dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. Do you remember where you were originally? I don't. <laughs> to my credit, uh, I, I didn't do, I didn't like go to the third level. Right? I, didn't, I didn't go to another game in order to get currency for the second game. And the second that I got the currency for the comic app, I deleted the game, right? But now I'm, I'm on to um, a couple of other games that are equally just fucking terrible. And I'm so conflicted. I'm like, God damn it. Everybody who's playing this game, like some of them make you join like a guild or something. Oh, yeah. And That's literally they get you. One of, yeah, one of the games that I'm playing is that goddamn Final Fantasy, Fantasy XP. XP. New Empire <laughs> game that is so bad. It's garb. It's so, I hate it. And everybody in the guild is like, the only reason that I'm playing this game is to get currency for my like dating sim app. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel you. I'm trying to get currency for a comic book at like everybody knows nobody is there like because they want to be and it's I'm like this works. It wor- like it t- it's working. Like it's crazy. So people I, are now making video games just to be currency fodder for other video games. Yeah. I, I get or I've seen that with games some are being made yeah. and they're like nobody's playing my game. 
But if I become part of this like fucking right. team, <laughs> then the apps that are doing well will make other people play my game in order to have currency for the app that they actually <laughs> want to be playing. And so my oh, analytics God. will be better than they were before. It's nuts. Shit's crazy. It's a solid strategy. <laughs> I, I, Enablers, I, the I, lot I, of them. I hate to admit this, but I've actually been playing a gacha game on mobile phone. Oh, what is the matter with you all? Stop it! So you it's... can't even... Jesse. Oh, damn oh. Dragon Ball Legends. I Dragon Ball Legends. I have no Dude. games on my phone right now. Not a one. Not a single. This is the only one I've let myself. I'm actually because I'm like I want to buy all the things. I've deleted Google Pay. I have no way of buying anything on my phone ever again because I'm in so fucking deep in this. I'm like I've got like a rope tomorrow I waste every time I'm playing. I'm like just pull me out if I get too far. Just please, just right. I need to go with a buddy. It's like scuba diving. I can't do it alone anymore. <laughs> but it's it's a free to play gacha piece of crap. However, it is actually one of the best fighting games I've ever played. <laughs> Which surprised, especially when I'm getting to sort of the high level. So you get your characters and your all your kind of crap like that, but mm. it's a, it's such a simplified fighting. Like I really suck at fighting games, and it's such a simplified fighting game that I just I love it. I absolutely love it because it's just your touchscreen controls your movements. You got left, right, close, further back. If you tap it and you're close, you start doing punches. If you tap it, you're far away. You do a beam, but you're dealt like random cards of the four different types. There's like your big special moves, your special abilities. Uh, lots of key blasts or lots of punching. And because you're so limited with how much you can do, you're constantly thinking about what your opponent's got. And in the high level games, it's like bloody, like really fast chess. It's like this, this, no, you'll do this. Are you, you can like dodge a time and it's just, it's, it's just, it's great. It's stupidly great. I hate that I like it. I hate that I like it. But I, I level what, 93. It's good. It's yeah. terrible, but it's good, but it's terrible. Oh. I have also thought about um, disconnecting any payment processes from my phone. Yeah. I don't. E I don't even like pay for things that often. But when I look at my credit card and it's like, you spent this much on iTunes, I'm like, <laughs> I could have bought a real game. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. Could have bought a Ubisoft game. Oh. No. <laughs> just like nickel and diming me to death. I just need to stop. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned it. Have I talked about Homo Machina? on this podcast yeah i don't I think can't so remember okay so this is the other ios game and i'll stop talking about ios games i swear um but uh homo machina is an ios game that it's a puzzle game and it's based on the art stylings and the avant-garde scientist fritz khan um so it's kind of like a 1920s factory basically mm -hmm. and um you are scientists inside this human's body and it kind of teaches you how different parts of the body and different systems of the body work in in a puzzle environment i know that sounds really weird gotcha. i'm gonna like try and play the trailer i feel here. like jesse tried to google this game and wound up in a different place <laughs> yeah. um so yeah because of the uh, the illustrations, like the art style is actually what grabbed me into this game initially. Um, you know, you'll you'll get notifications like, oh, this this guy uh, is waking up. We need to start this part of his body. We need to uh, get like his hunger feelings working. We need to get you know his brain working. And so it has different puzzles to try and and teach you about how different parts of the body work. But it is sort of made for teens and adults i feel like I, the puzzle aspect of it 
is really cool, if I'm honest. Mm. And all the parts of the body, of course, work together. Um, yeah, I just, I really liked it from the art style, from the word go. I was like, as soon as I saw the art, I'm like, click buy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been a nice little time sink to have on my iPad when I'm not crazy busy. But um, gotcha. yeah, so. Jesse, why Jesse what did you, you Google? <laughs> Nothing. You don't want to know. Uh, I, figured out that it's, I figured out that it's one word instead of two. That's all you need, that's all you need to know. Uh, oh, but the game looks great. The game looks very, very clever. And I like the idea that the human body is sort of like a factory and there's little people running all the machines. I think that's, that's very clever. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought it was adorable. It's cute. Yep. All right. Anybody want to talk about what they I doing? have been playing a thing. I've been oh, playing several things, but the one I want to talk about is, is going to be hard to talk about because uh, it's a... A game called Stage Nine, which is uh, uh-huh. been shut down. It was a it was a fan recreation of the Enterprise D uh, in VR in full scale, full size. Every deck, every room, the whole damn thing. Fans are recreating it, uh, and in like the past week, CBS uh, ceased and desisted them. Wow. And so I've been playing a lot of it and crying because it's the best. It's the best. You could literally get a shuttle, fly out, and sit on one of the nacelles and just see the sheer size of the Enterprise D. And they've, they've added loads of new stuff. So they've got like Deep Space Nine at full size. And you can just see how big these ships were. But it's got like Enterprise D has got an almost like full interior. It's got so much going on in it. And they keep adding and updating it. There's like a non VR version as well you can go and mess around in. But it is proper, it's just properly. It's like the most loving fan creation I've ever seen. It's so annoying it's been killed, but it is just... It's beautiful. And you turbo lift around all the places, and you get your shuttle, and you crash it a lot. But it's got, like, rooms that you've never even really <laughs> seen in the show that they've just built using, like, all the technical manuals and stuff. So it's, like, so... You can go and see Picard sitting behind his desk. Oh, Robyn, so Brian's working the teleport. Jesse Smile is just... I'm looking at a video right now. It's great. Yeah, it's everything I've ever wanted from Star Trek. But it's just seeing the scale. It's just that having that, especially in VR, having that scale and going, oh, oh, it's it's bloody huge. It's really, really huge. You can go to warp and you can do everything. You can, oh. you can separate the saucer section and do it from outside in a shuttle and just watch as the saucer section just flies away. And yeah, CBS killed it. So that's a, that's a great thing. Surprising no it. one, right? <laughs> well, they actually have rules. They're pretty good for letting fan projects happen. They actually have CBS have rules saying like, hey, you could make Star Trek things that are like this and they have these rules and stuff. So just killing this seems a bit unusual. Um, but it's just, God, just it's I grew up with that ship. So seeing it in the full scale, is just <laughs> mind blowing. And there's like, they were just, it was constantly, every single update was just getting better and better. And you could go to loads of, it's not just like the one bridge, you can have whatever bridges you want. It's got all the bits hidden around and loads of secrets and things. and. It's total, like a total work of love, and it's been killed. Yeah, I saw the the like list of uh, creators or contributors, and I was surprised like that many people came together to to make this, and yet yeah. we can't get a decent Star Trek game to save our life. But mm. no, we can't. Not <laughs> since Voyager. Star well, Elite mm. Force. Elite Force was the stuff that had virtual Voyager mode, which was a bit like this, where you could like in the expansion pack, you could walk around Voyager and do little things. But that was only nine decks, if I remember rightly. Whereas this has just got so much more and so and you can open up you can open up your your shuttle bay and then push the button and everything gets sucked out you're like oh, <laughs> oh no that was important <laughs> then you try and fly the shuttles and crash a lot and you can it's just beautiful it's a really beautiful 
Sorry, I'm just I'm just watching, seeing how like you write the scale is pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's seen it in VR as well, and just being like, oh, mm. that's what that that's what like a however many like two thousand foot long ship actually right. looks like. Like it's, it's, it, the, the one that got me was when I sound like the nacelle and the engine bit, and I was just like, it's just it's huge. It's just I can't get over like how big this is. And there's nothing like that. And even they do make it, they'll make it with people and mm. money. And people and money can't make something that is made with the obsession of Star Trek fans. It's no. which is an unparalleled <laughs> obsession. Star Trek fans, people who like cartoon horses. That's the two people who just yes. will give you more detail. The Venn diagram. Necessary. <laughs> yeah. That's just the the that's just the thing. Mm. Oh, look at it how it's just beautiful, isn't it? It is. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. They've got. A, I, I, they may be doing something a bit like this, but I don't think it'll have the sheer. No, it won't have the love behind it that just built it to that level of detail. It would right. be, like, it'd be nice. Bridge crew, and you can you can sit in the Enterprise D and Bridge crew now, which is lots of fun. But you can't walk around nine forwards. No, yeah, it's about be, nine forwards. It's just. It would be nice if they actually like I don't know hired the people who made this too. Would be really nice official version, but. Yeah, just be like, hey, have some money, make this official. We're going to make right? this an official thing. Because who doesn't want to actually walk around? Especially considering they're doing the non-VR version and the VR version as well. Right. There's even a right. secret party mode on the non-VR version. You can press a, a button and it'll... Or the bridge lights will just do like loads of crazy colors and stuff. Like, it's very there's silly. Definitely, very there's definitely a, a want. And I, oh, yeah. I know, again, it's it's among only Star Trek fans, and I get that. But like to basically just do second life but on the enterprise like yeah right yeah, 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 yeah. wow second life that takes me back <laughs> yeah. <With> less, <laughs> less porn less yeah. porn and more star trek <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the thing that i've been reminiscing in and it's a, if you know where to look you'll be able to find versions of it but i'd say get it quickly if you want to because it's going to be murdered everywhere right mm. And one other thing I'd like to talk about, if you don't mind, yeah, no, of course, is a puzzle game called Exapunks, which I am playing through at no speed whatsoever. It is a game where you—it's you, set in like a, an alternate cyberpunk nineteen nineties, and you have to hack certain things. And you—it's a—it's sort of a program game. It's made by Zachtronics, who made like Infinifactory and Opus Magnum, yeah, yeah, and like yeah, those sort of guys. But in this one, you print out magazines, and then the magazines, like the in-world magazines, are the tutorials of how to do the things. Um, so they look like this. I mean, these are the ones I got in the like physical edition. You can print out your own magazine. It tells you where to put the staples, and then it just you'll be told, "Hey, this is how." Hang on, I was like, find an interesting one. This is how. To, oh my god, I'm not even thinking about this stuff right now. <laughs> well, it's got this. This is the tech redshift. This is a fictional. Uh, like Game Boy equivalent thing, and you could program games in this game into this virtual thing. What? And then you could share them with people because they share them as like um, a PNG file with all the data on it. And you're, it looks like a little cartridge, and you can like decorate it on like some websites will let you decorate it. So you can actually decorate these cartridges and then just send people a picture of this cartridge. They literally drank the cartridge onto the game window, and then the, the game will be loaded up into it. That's crazy. Which is so cool. But it is a brutal brutal puzzle game it really yeah. because it's literally it's such a program it's I mean, another one that's like, just programming right yeah yeah it's really but you've got like a maximum of 50 lines and you can have as many of these little things that are called like the the x's the little robots that do stuff and it is oh, 
it's, I'm playing through it really slowly and now off stream because I'm like, I no, people hate me for this because it's just, it's like, okay, I'm going to a puzzle three hours later. Okay, well, we made some progress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel, I feel that. Like, um, a lot of, a lot of the Zactronics games like sort of take complex ideas and try to make them a little more accessible. This oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel like not, like, yeah. really do that. Like it's just. Yeah, there's no, I mean, I have no program experience and I managed to get through it. Why is that light about to explode? <laughs> Sorry, my light's flickering. If a fire breaks oh. out, we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. It's ghosts. But this is, see, I got the physical edition and it came with this. It came with the secret envelope. I don't know what's in here because you have to open it when you finish the game. Oh. I'm never going to finish this game. <laughs> yeah. <it'd be> the, <sighs> the maybe, maybe that means you should stream it. Yeah. Get well, help to finish the game so you can help. finally open that hey, goddamn I need to get help. Get help. I do yeah. need to get help. I mean, one of the really neat things is because the in the this cyberpunk future, like computer viruses are like infecting people. There's like a currently like a little mix between virus infected people, which means you can actually hack your own body to keep it going again. So you have to at points in the game like reprogram bits of your body and like use these Alexis to keep your heart going and stuff like that. It's great. It's really fun. Fun's not the right word. It's really <laughs> <laughs> challenging. Challenging is not, it's like the Dark Souls of puzzle games if Dark Souls ah. was a thousand times harder. And <laughs> if you had to like stop before every fight and go, oh, Jesus, I don't even, what? But yeah, I, I really love it. Absolutely love it. It's definitely something if you're a puzzle fan, you should pick up because it is. I mean, I, I just, from the description, it's like, uh, you know, you're trying to keep your body from transforming into computer parts. It's like, uh, I'm like, bring it on. <laughs> All the computer yeah, parts, it's, please. Like, it's, it's useless computer parts. You just oh, turn into like, no, like junk. Because it's a, it seems, it's like an offshoot. They tried to like make bio, uh, biological things connect to computers and it became a virus and like spread around amongst the populace. So that's mm. the water sandwich. I think it's a really interesting world. But actually having to program these little tiny puzzle, but it's got one of the best multiplayer games, uh, multiplayer modes I've ever seen, because you write your code to like beat an AI, mm. and like, because you've got to do this thing quickly, uh, well not quickly, but you've got to like, beat this AI to do a thing, and you've only got your 50 steps, or 50 lines of programming, and then you send, you basically save that, and that gets broadcast out, and then anybody can beat your guy, and then you beat them back, so it's like going back and forth, and like, you're constantly rewriting everything, because they're doing something you had no idea what to do, and I've lost friends because of Wow. <laughs> I love Something when games like affect the real world. Elegant code that like takes these video files and put them in the right place. You're like, oh, it's so quick and brilliant. And they just come in and just like like kill your guy and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that'll that'll stop that. <laughs> you have to try and like weave around them and stuff. It's great. Genuinely. <laughs> this is the most overwhelming thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, it is pretty pretty deep. It's, yeah, you need to, look, here's how to hack highway signs. Wow. But you get this, like, in the game, you can print this off, we can just use it as a PDF. But it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. with, uh, which one? Shenzhen I.O. Yes. Had, like, an entire manual along with it, too, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like doing that thing. I like that it's, like, in-universe as well. Mm. But it's a, yeah, and it comes with a physical one, came with 3D glasses. What? <laughs> Oh, that's because where you got the 3D glasses. That's where you got 3D glasses from. Around because the, the tech redshift, you can actually program like 3D. You can program depth into it. So you can make these little 3D games. And everyone's already recreated like all of Super Mario Bros. and stuff. Like that. Of course they do. That's what they do. That's the first thing they do. Yeah, it's lovely. That's the thing I've been playing and struggling with. Nice. Just remembered something else I played. It totally slipped my mind. 
Uh, have you heard of Catastronauts? No. Where, where are you Catastronauts, I think, literally came out this week. It's FTL meets Overcooked. And it's exactly that. So it's like, it's the FTL kind of, you know, a ship turns up. Yeah, yeah, local multiplayer game. And you're controlling your little guy. So basically, if you, it's literally, I can't, FTL meets Overcooked is literally, it looks like Overcooked in oh a spaceship. Oh my God, that's exactly what it looks like. It's literally, and playing it is literally FTL meets Overcooked. But it is FTL meets Overcooked. And it is, oh my God, it is so much fun. It's it's so much more hectic because everything is always on fire. Like in Overcooked, you're like, oh, we're not doing it right. And this is like, okay, everything's on fire. You have to repair things, put things out. And it's just, oh yeah, no, that's that's a game I'm like. Oh my That's God. a fun one upon and go, oh, we're dead. We're just so dead. <laughs> <laughs> trying to work out. Like you turn the laser beam on, it's like, and you're like, oh, that's great. And you run away. And then it gets the end, just explodes itself because it's that's the heat bar. You're like, right, I've learned that now. Right. <laughs> it's great. If you, again, if you want to lose friends, uh, it's a, oh, and pass around Mario plays out for that. You don't need to, you don't need to do anything true. else. Fuck, fuck Mario Party. I hate fucking, I played on stream. We did one game of that. And I was like, is turn evil. one, I'm first. Turn two, I'm first. And, I, and to the final turn, it's like, no. But <laughs> no. is it evil? <laughs> it's, I hate Mario. I've always hated Mario Party. So, yeah, it's another Mario Party. Oh, <laughs> God. I was like, Catastronauts, yes. I like Catastronauts. You should play that. Be, yeah, I'll do that. It's just, it's just so angry. I got so angry <laughs> playing it as well. I love a good mic playing on that. Mm. Um, I've been is meaning to play Overcooked with uh, Sam. Because, yeah. you know, that's, that's the way to end marriages. One of those, yeah, it's one of those games where every time you're like, we should play this together, everybody's like, can't wait to see the divorce. So like, It either strengthens or it destroys. There is right, no middle yeah. ground. There's no middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, this, if you want a slightly more stressful one, then because Astronauts is for you. <laughs> more stressful than Overcooked? Yeah, because in Overcooked, you can like get into a rhythm and everything kind of goes fine. Whereas in Catastronauts, you are just literally always putting out fires because you're under yeah. attack. So it's like, it's a lot yeah. more reactive. I see. So it's, whereas Overcooked, you're like, it's prep and it's knowing what to do. In, in uh, Catastronauts, it's more like reacting to problems as a team mm -hmm. who all need to do separate things. And sometimes even like in separate locations on these gotcha. ships. Yeah, and then sometimes there's only one fire extinguisher, and you have to like use teleporters to teleport around the place. My favorite part is there's missiles that you put in, uh, like a, you have to like activate them, and then you have to run to the gun where you fire them from, and it takes two people to fire it. So you have to like organize when two people have to drop everything to run and gun bomb stuff. Right. Yeah, it's great. It's great fun. That's <laughs> <laughs> <not> fun. <laughs> it's <laughs> How about you, Jesse? Like. Anything that you want to throw in there for <laughs> me? what you... Yeah. Uh, I've been just playing scary games, and some of them I can talk about and some I can't, because uh, they're going to be on Scary Game Squad, but we played uh, Visage. Or for some reason, people keep telling me I should be saying Visage, which is not how you pronounce that. Visage um, is how I've always heard it, but hey, you do you. Visage? It's interesting. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, the other day someone was like, Visage? I was like, no, Visage. And they're like, no, that's wrong yeah, that was I've, like i've what? always heard of visage i've never <laughs> heard know. of it that pronounced that way that's like that time i was playing wow and some guys like watch out for the cadavers and i was like what are you talking about he's like oh, the cadavers they're coming and i was like cadavers <laughs> you mean cadavers um yeah visage or however you want to pronounce it uh is like a really unsettling scary game that's sort of along lines of pt and not okay uh they released an early access version so some shit's like you can't do it 
it gives you a game, but not the entire game. I don't know what... Whatever, early access. Uh, so you get an early access scary game. And then... Um, uh, I played a game the other night. Let me see if I can find it. It's on my desktop. It is uh, called Tropical Liquor. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm liking the sound of this. Do go it on. Is an, it is an anime game that I saw. It was on my uh, my wish list. I was like, I don't remember putting this there. But it was on my wish list. And it is a game very much akin to Honey Pop. Oh. Um, <laughs> And the whole premise is that you are on an island with a girl you know from, like, school who's, like, your best friend from when you were kids. And then you meet a bunch of other women. And she's like, go out there and, like, go get some. Go do your thing. <laughs> and so it has all the dating mechanics of you go on – you can either work during the day or go on walking dates with these girls and learn about them. And at night, you can either work at night, go to bed, or go on a drinking date with them. And so if you go out drinking with them, there are three levels of drinking, right? There's like medium or easy, medium, hard. And the way it works is that uh, you are drink you, like a bunch of colored tiles drop into a glass and then you press um, like, like another round or something and the glass fills up and you can no longer see what the tiles are and you have to play a memory game. And if you fail the memory game, you lose life. But if you succeed, they lose life, question mark. And at the end, they just get really drunk, and then clothes starts to come off. And then at the end of the date, like, depending on how difficult it is, like, more clothes can come off. And then they're like, well, that was fun. And then you, like, go your separate ways. And I always thought that was really funny. It's like you both get, like, bare-ass naked. You're like, all right, cool. See you later. Uh -huh, um, we did it. <laughs> yeah. And then, then the next day, if you, like, really nail the drinking, then you go on a date. And then possibly you can, like, learn more about them. You learn like a secret thing about them, right? And during that date, they always get like bikinis and you accidentally always, so far, the three women I've attempted to go on a date with have all just lost their tops while we're at the pool. And I'm like, why does this keep happening? Um, so then uh, eventually if you learn everything about a girl, which I think is like a very sweet thing, it isn't how drunk you get her or isn't like how many dates you go on. When you learn everything about the girl, then you can say like, you're the one. You're the one for me. And that's when you get your dirty ass hentai scene. <laughs> it's great. but you have to you have to select one you cannot in this game you cannot bang every one of those girls you have to pick the one that's right for you then you get your dirty ass sentai scene and then the game just ends like and then you had a great summer with this girl that you love very very much and i was Aww. like that's cute Aww. that's cute this game isn't about like getting people super drunk and then like banging it's like you know what you got drunk you had fun and then you moved on because you're an adult and you're not a creep and i was like good job game you're doing it but uh, yeah, uh, so far I have hentied my way through the best friend because I had to see where that story went. I've hentied <laughs> my way through the cop slash bartender and I've hentied my way through the obvious only redhead in this story. So yeah, I did all that. There's a bunch of other ones. I'll get there eventually. But it is, it's like... I love how you're like, it's about love and commitment, but I went back and did them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> who, do you think, who do you think I am? I'm not, of course I'm going to go back and do them all. Are you kidding me? I'm Jesse motherfucking cops. I do them all. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's what I did. But I started, I, it's just a very, like, it's a bizarre mechanic that you're literally playing a memory game mm. in the, like, like, as you drink, it gets harder and harder. And the more you drink and the harder difficulty. So literally it's kind of like a fun gimmick. That, like, you can't remember shit as you drink more, and they try to switch up the puzzles. I don't know. It's, like, interesting. 
it's interesting and i it, i wouldn't ever say it's a good game but like download that 18 plus patch that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying get that shit it's on their website zero dollars zero cents download that shit when you get the game what is the like is there monetization in with this or because no. I'm, I'm looking at like it says something about like a, a next refill or something in the no the, in the, the next section? refill is literally you getting new drinks it's just really ah, crappy English. okay gotcha 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 yeah it's just another round and ah. they just refill the drinks okay i wasn't yeah. sure if it was one of those like oh well now you have to wait a certain amount of time before then. no nope, okay. no nope. next gotcha. refill is just bad english and it's <laughs> them saying like oh another round um gotcha. Okay. And that's what starts that's what starts the it doesn't make much sense that you get the information you get like the squares and then they fill the drink. Oh. And then you can't okay. see it and then they drink it and then new squares drop. It's gotcha. like, "Oh, okay." But once you figure that shit out, um I'm going to let you know. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to spoil <laughs> this for the world right now. People are probably like, "Jesse, how did you blow through the game in in one night in like an hour so quickly?" Well, friends and internet people, it's called keeping Adobe Photoshop open on the side. And every time new things came up, print screen, just move it over there. And I just click, 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 click. Oh, I remembered everything. Click, 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 click. So I just cheated. I cheated my way through all of it. And none of those anime girls figured it out. None of them knew. That was caught wise. Playing all of them. If only that worked in real life. Hmm. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I would just, I would have that open all the time. Like, what are you looking at? No, uh, not Photoshop. Yeah. It's like, can I just get your headshot and like a breakdown of all your drama? And I just need to put in this PDF real quick on my phone. And I just need to. Put well, that's it what that's what this game. Yeah, that's what it's about. You learn, <laughs> yeah, you learn everything yeah. about a person, and then you decide which one's the right one for you. Right. For me, it was the first one I learned about. And I was like, all right, banging her. And then I went back and learned. And I was like, I'm gonna choose this girl now, banging her. Yeah, it was great. It was it was real it was real sweet. It's like a very romantic game. <laughs> this is a game about is love. It's, it's like Deadpool. That? This is this is a story about love. Yeah, it's, it's a family movie. <laughs> yeah, fun. You're, sure. you're stuck on an island. It's vacation time. But I think I saw something in in the um, in the game where it's like you can't drink on the public beach or something. I don't know. Maybe maybe I read that wrong. I was scrolling you can do whatever through. Whatever you want. I was scrolling through the video and I'm like, wait, town, you by the end of it. drink on a public beach ride? <laughs> it's you, Photoshop. That's all you need. A yeah, just <laughs> you, Photoshop. Yeah, and I, I was, I was feeling. The problem is that sometimes, like, they want you to buy them gifts, and you have to like be really observant. Like this one girl's like, I just want to draw, so I had to go out and buy markers. But like, the only markers they had were the kind you smell. And so, like, I bought her smelling markers, and she was like, these are okay, I guess. And I was like, what do you want from me? <laughs> They didn't have any other markers. I'm trying here. Luckily, oh, we didn't forget about it. We got <laughs> naked, and that was cool. So nice. Love is what I'm saying. Love. love. Yeah, you fell in love. <laughs> it sounds like you're using like a Groundhog Day thing. Actually, what it sounds like just every day. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Oh my God, Jesse caught in a Groundhog Day loop would be the worst for humanity. <laughs> no, not no. Wouldn't I would do like I would things would be great. I'd finally get to like. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the releases section, um, <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try and wrap up here because we're we're running God, over. Jesse, just keep making that face over and over. That's gonna, probably gonna be the top clip of the stream at this point. <laughs> probably the top clip of the month. Actually, sometimes I go back and I look. Do you guys do that? Look at your top clip of the month, the one that 
people have watched from like whatever. The top clips of the month have almost always been for this channel Jesse doing something very suggestive or talking about something very suggestive. That I don't know. Right. Yeah. The, the, the That are... has less to do with me and more to do with the audience of this podcast. <laughs> Let me be real clear on that. I know. The people know what the people like. They are dirty as shit. Every last one of them. Um, um, I have a game. Oh, do you have a game? Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's coming up. Yep. Uh, it's called Spit Kiss. <laughs> Go and on. It looks it looks like it's originally meant for phones, but oh. it looks oh. fucking so weird. Is it a platformer? Is it a game where you just spit on other character? I don't know. It's is it like suck and blow the party game, but gamified? <laughs> oh, this is weird looking. Right? Oh. Yeah, it's it's got like it's obviously very um it has like like a areas to get through like super meat boy style almost and i don't know if you're trying to get to the end to like spit on the other person like i don't know it's weird there are so oh many questions gotta play it <laughs> it's just weird oh my. oh my god um the reason why i know this game is because it won gtr 20 so this won an award at gtr 2017 which is the australian thing that i went to last october what um which is that entire games week in Melbourne, Australia. This is one of the games that was featured there uh, along with the other game where there's like, I'm trying to think of the name of it, where it's the love story where you like put the pieces of the love story together. That was on your phone that you mm. could get. I'm trying to think of what that one was called. Like this was one of their weird experimental games. And I was like, what a bizarre game. It's this finally out. A bizarre game. <laughs> it's so great. I love weird ass games like this. Yeah. It looks like the way that it plays. It looks cute. Yeah. It, the tagline for it literally is, uh, what was it? A story of boundless love told through precision platforming. Sold. <laughs> Good. That's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. I'm so happy to see all those games like that were just in development are now coming out. That's great. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of like what I actually care about in this list because Black Ops 4 is totally in that list. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, that comes out October 12th for those interested. Uh, for Honor's DLC, thank God, uh, coming out October 16th. Please, please let it infuse that game with some much needed content. Mm. Um, do you guys remember that Starlink game from E3 where you build your stuff on your controllers, the little ships yeah. on the yeah. controllers? Yeah. Yeah, that's coming out. Not okay. touching that with a 10-foot pole, but that's coming out October 16th. Um, Dark Souls Remastered on Switch is coming out October 19th, so that way we can stop playing all the games that we Hype. would prefer to be playing versus hype. Dark Souls. <laughs> it's like, hype! <laughs> very much hype. But it's like, am I going to stop playing Dead Cells because Dark Souls Remastered is on Switch? Yes. <laughs> Maybe for a week. Maybe two weeks. I'm excited. Maybe. Um, <laughs> Soul Calibur 6 comes out October 19th. Mm. Um, and then, of course, the get the hell away from our release date game, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead. Yeah. Yep. Uh, October 26th. Although, I will say, there is one game I must mention that comes out the day before because they got some balls. Actually, they just don't really care. Um, Party Hard 2 is coming out on Steam October 25th. Right, right. I am so hyped for that game. I loved Party Hard 1. Um, I actually really enjoyed Party Hard 1 as well. Yeah, I like the DLC for it, too. I just... I, 
wish the DLC had come much sooner because I feel like a lot of people forgot about that game and then the DLC came back and people were like, oh, that's a thing. But it's uh, Disgaea yeah. coming out, Jesse. Is that why? Disgaea 1 Complete Edition Whoa. coming out. I love this game. Yes. It's so good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you should go back and you should, now that it's, now that they have a new super cool version, you should go and pick it up because it's like just a great RPG. So. Um, so I'll say about that. Speaking of games that are already out, uh, I'm on the the Steam like front page right now, and until Friday, Ruiner is sixty percent off, and that Ooh. game's fantastic. If you haven't played Ruiner, go try that out. It's so good. Um, one thing I did want to mention, I guess, about Red Dead is a lot of people are like, "Blah, no PC release," and I'm I'm thinking that. Rockstar usually have a, probably about six to seven months before they throw something on PC. So, well, I wouldn't say that it won't come to PC. I still think a lot of people probably should go ahead and just get it for a console. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that, but it's like everybody's going to be talking about that game. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, L.A. Noir took like six months. Um, I'm trying to think of like what other Rockstar titles. Red Dead Redemption GTA. took uh, ooh, many years at this point. Red Dead never came out on still PC. Still waiting for that yeah. one. It's been but quite a while. Keep in mind that that was like before a lot of the, I won't say technology existed because it did just as far as resources were concerned. Mm. I don't think there was an, enough money in it at that point. Um, but GTA 5 was like five months after the, because that was in between um, series of the uh, PS3 and then moving to PS4. So I feel like they will. I feel like they can't ignore bringing it to PC, if I'm honest. But I also can't expect me to wait seven months to play the game that's probably the most hyped up game of the year. GTA, GTA 5 took a lot longer because it came out on PS3 and then there was a big gap for PS4 and yeah. then it came out on PC. I mean, it's, seven, if, it's 17 months total if you want to count from the launch of GTA up I to do. when it got to PC. But it was just, but if you're thinking of like from PS4 to Xbox One to PC, it was about five months. So I'm just, I'm trying to, because eh, I know that they were working on it. Yeah. Yes, so the generation yeah. gap, I feel like it was the thing. Um, also, if you do happen to enjoy Call of Duty, one, I don't know why you're watching the show, uh, to enjoy that 50 gigabyte day one patch. Oh, yay! I'm so psyched for that. Nope, not at all. Ooh. Yeah, so <laughs> other than that, I think that's the majority of releases that I'm interested in. I don't know if you guys have any others you want to throw out there into the mix for the next couple weeks. Anything else? Oh, uh, The World Ends With You comes out on the Switch. It does. Oh. I mentioned that on the, the last show. I'm so psyched for the remaster, mostly for the sound, because the soundtrack is so good. So it's good. one of my favorite of her RPGs. And it's going to be weird, because I've only played it on the, the, the DS. And I know, it's the very small, dependent. tiny screen. Yeah, but it's so uh, dependent on having the two screens and a touch screen that with stylus control. So it's going to be a pretty yeah. much a completely different game. If we are, if we're talking like coming soon, um, by the end of the month, Thronebreaker is going to be here, and I'm like super excited for that. New Witcher story stuff is always uh, good. So nice. Um, and I want to say it's like the beginning of next month. That's when we have Fallout. Mm. Uh, November fourteenth is Fallout. 76. Ah, okay. There was an event that was held. I got invited to it, but I was like, 
yo, I'm done doing stuff for the rest of the year. I love you, but I'm. It was held in West Virginia. It would have been so much like in West Virginia, in the middle of I nowhere. Went. I could have went. What? It's like a Fallout 76 thing they just did, and I, I saw a lot of people went to it. And I'm sure they got to play it. And like, I, you know what? I hope, even though a lot of people are like, it seems pretty dumb to me. I hope it's worth at least a good few fun streams of like me going around and, and nuking people's homes. Because that's what I really want out of this game. I really right. want to become the like prophet of death and be like, Lord, beholdeth unto the people. I want to talk to them as I murder them. Oh, man. I want to be the governor of, of, of Fallout 76. <laughs> I really want to be a bad person. So if we can make that happen. I'm See, really it sad. Does, it not feels like something that's going to be, sorry, it's gonna, it feels like something's going to be good for videos and streams and stuff. That's what oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's right. good. And I'm like, do you want to play that? So, no, no, that's. <laughs> I think I'll have to play it just to rip on it. So I'm probably it's probably going to be one of the first games that I end up streaming because being from West Virginia, I feel like there's just so much material there that I just am obligated, you know, <laughs> obligated. But it really amuses me that Bethesda actually had an event in West Virginia. Like I'm trying to think of the least crappiest place in West Virginia that they could have actually held this at. And it was in the hotel that's from the game. Was where it? They had it. Oh, yeah, man. I was invited to it as well. I was like, yeah, mm. bless you, um, but yeah, it, they had it, there's a hotel <laughs> in the game that's like a big deal in the game or something. But they actually were in that hotel, so you can actually one of the bits they shot off was that hotel in the game while the people were in the uh, hotel. Okay, yeah. it's it's very very cool. Like I'm, I I like they're going all out with it. I I there's two things I want to do. One, find Mothman. Two, new right? people's homes. That's it. Once that's done, once I'm done, I'll be like, that was a fun experience for me. I feel like this is one of those things where. You got to go into it and accept that it's not going to be Fallout. Oh, just course. accept that's not of what course. it's going to be, and you'll be fine. But people are just so caught up in like, I wanted my new Fallout, and I didn't get my new Fallout, and I'm so mad. Like, all right, there's other games. Like, if that's not your jam, around the same time, a bunch of other games come out. Like, True. there's a new Darksiders coming. How the fuck did that know, happen? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you what's crazy? In the month of November... Not only is there a new Darksiders, but there's a new Laser Shoot Larry game. What is happening in our reality? Yeah, what? what, no, what the Air Games is back. Oh, Sierra more Police Quest. That would be the best thing. <laughs> I love a good Sierra Adventure game. Oh, there's something on the floor. You picked it up. It's Lacerate Your Arm. You're dead now. Yep. Sierra. <laughs> So what's coming up on your guys' channel? Sorry, we are running a little bit over today. Um, who wants to start? Um, I can go. Okay. Mine's, mine's the same as always. Uh, I'm, I stream a lot. You can come watch me on twitch.tv slash dexbonus, and I'm at dexbonus on pretty much everything else. Um, I haven't put anything up on YouTube in qu uh, quite a hot minute, many months. So, uh, yeah, if, if you'd like to come watch our streams, we got a good, wholesome, fun community despite the fact that I say fuck a lot. So that sounds like a good <laughs> Venn diagram. Mom of the year. Of things that you like, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, out. All right, Jesse, what's Can going on you? Can I tell you guys? You? Sure, yeah. Uh, on my channel, there is going to be Scary Game Squad, a bunch of it. It's October, so that's going to happen. And Oktoberfest where I drink and stream, that's probably going to happen too. But I want to <laughs> let you know something crazy that I learned. It probably affects Dodger immensely. Uh-oh. YouTube has an audio algorithm that picks out swear words so if you, <laughs> if you if you start doing like putting streams and shit on youtube where you're just like fuck 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 it'll like pick up on that and not send it it'll be like no we're not gonna send that to people wow. like so Amazing. if you're wondering about swear word like youtube's algorithms are like no we don't want to 
we don't want people to see that because the more people see that stuff, the more they'll get offended and the more they'll complain. So like that explains a lot about my analytics lately. <laughs> yeah. So if the more well, you then. vocally swear, it doesn't even have to be typed. The more you just say word, bad words, it'll pick up on it, which is why when I say cocks, YouTube flags. <laughs> oh, no. No. No, yep. that sucks. What? Yep. That's like my that's name. So bad. Name. My name literally. I have a thing that like pops up. Like these are the bad words they can, that will you two might identify every time. My name is a problem. <laughs> what the fuck? Bad. Yeah. In, so, literally bad. in your but, outro, you yell, "You got cocks." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. fucked. Yeah, I'm done. I can't even. Oh my god. So there you go. That's my that's my pro tip for everyone. If you're gonna continue with YouTube, uh, don't swear. Say gosh, <laughs> darn it, a lot. I never used to. My my YouTube was no swears ever, and then I started streaming, and it all fell apart. That's what happens when you can't edit. <laughs> the real you comes through. The real me is out there. Oh, Mount yeah. The real you doesn't have like the coffee machine right next to the computer to refill the coffee. So you feel the, the jitters and then the things, right, the words, right. they come out of your mouth. You have no idea what oh, to do. Falls apart. <sighs> yeah. Uh, how about you, Dan? What's coming up for you on your channel? Uh, many things. Uh, I'm currently playing through Spider-Man. I have a Sims 4 thing which has gone incredibly wrong. For I, I, bought, I put a lot of bros in one house, and now they all seem to have developed families, and now one of them runs a restaurant, also one of them is a detective, and there's one guy who just gets abducted by aliens constantly. Has he come point. back pregnant ever? <laughs> no, is that a thing that can happen? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get that boy pregnant. They're trying so hard to get I mean, he's already alien. dating an alien he is the thing. Him. He's like he's already dating, dating Yeah, he's dating and has had a kid with an alien with an alien. Oh man. That's a bit okay. Well that's something to look out for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mostly now I'm mostly just streaming. I do streaming stuff on twitch.tv slash no cubed, I think. And I'm going through Assassin's Creed Odyssey and random other stuff. What I have, but also to get this video destroyed. I've written a book and I'm going to do the effect. Yes. Oh, look, I've put, put a thing on here to remember. If you head over to Unbound, publishing it, and find it, or just search Fuck Your Video Games on the uh, the YouTubes, the first chapter is actually available to read, so you can actually see if it's something you're interested in. And oh, that's cool. In a week's time, we actually have to start closing some of the reward tiers and stuff, so you'll no longer be able to get your name in the back of the book. Because <gasps> it's gonna, I'm going to have a credit, which they've done in every book. We've got 8,600 names to somehow fit in the name of this so wow. far. <laughs> that's so impressive. That's going to be fun. Well, yeah, so we're capping that off. Um, but the first chapter, you can just go and read the first chapter now. It's about The Sims. Actually, it's about my dad in The Sims. And it's... um, I, Just go read it. Anyway, when I made, played The Sims the first time, the first game of character I made was my dad. And I, so I, I remember that, and I wrote out his story. And at the end of it, you'll either go, oh, I'm going to buy that because that was funny, or, oh, my God, this guy's a monster. <laughs> One well, of the two. Take it. You are? Yeah. <laughs> Stuck yeah. him in a pool and he never got out. The end. God bless the Sims one. <laughs> Told me so much about water safety. <laughs> it really was. Um. Yeah. So I have some travel. I think that's booked at the end of this month. Not really 100% sure what's going on. I'm supposed to be going to Hamburg in Germany because when you go to Germany, you really want to go to Hamburg. That's totally top of my list. Going to Germany? Yeah. Uh. The end of the month. Possibly. What you doing in Germany, girl? Uh, something with ESL. 
and Ooh. I can't talk about it. <laughs> cool. Um, and language. I appreciate it. And uh, then I think after that, uh, BlizzCon is like the first week of November. So I'll be out there. We I don't know if we'll be able to do like a maybe like a live optional like we sometimes used to do. I'm not sure because now Brooke is at her home and not in the office. So it's like, dude, what do I we do? Yeah. I can come in if I need to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so clearly I've been some working on some stuff for blizzcon <laughs> i mean this is like one of four cosplays i think this big heavy like this is huge oh and, yeah and my lighting is almost done for it it broke once so i had to take it apart all the resin and rewire it and solder it and I am that girl right now, but yeah. So Jaina in the house, but not one, but two versions of Jaina. So we have Wintervale Jaina. So I can represent like every franchise because I have Mouthvale from Diablo. I have Wintervale Jaina from Hearthstone. I have Battle for Azeroth Jaina from World of Warcraft. The only thing I don't have this year is something for Starcraft, and I'm really disappointed about that, but... To be fair... Don't worry, Blizzard doesn't have anything for StarCraft either. Hey! <laughs> that is so not cool, especially after Mike Morheim just stepped down. Like, I got nothing bad, for it. Bad, Oh, bad. Gosh, this is heavy. <laughs> it's like, I could just bring the Space Marine and repaint it. I don't think anyone would actually notice. I could Rainer it up. <laughs> just, just bring it. Tell you, Diablo is the thing this year. I'm, Diablo is totally the thing this year. Diablo's going to be the thing. Yes, super psyched. So yeah, I've been busy with things that don't create an income for myself, which need needs to stop. <laughs> I need to make videos. Uh, but YouTube sucks lately. Anyway, um, yeah. So with that being said, uh, thank you so much to Dan for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. And thank you very much to Brooke and Jesse for joining us as per usual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nothing Girl, please. Um, and thank you guys so much for tuning in and hopefully we will see you next week again no idea who our guest will be because I just I don't know I have visions of people who I want to show up but they, they're always so busy like making money and doing things in the real world and they got stuff going on and I'm That's jealous Dan wrote a book and he was still able to come on the show. I yeah, wrote Dan. it a while ago. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to state my case for future guests. You've all gone 3D. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been the Co-Optional Podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye, -bye, Bye. everybody.